0: When me and Conor McGregor faced off, listen. And, if he decided to do that, if somehow or another they gave him the green light to do that, I did. I can't imagine how that could ever happen. If they did that in bare knuckle, it would get a million pay per view buys at least. With Conor, probably I'd probably, yeah, get probably two, probably, three. Yeah, probably get two, three. No, two. I don't, but I mean, I being, don't have enough fans. You got fans here, at scrapcast. <laughs> that's yeah. for sure. Big fans of Mike Perry, especially the BKFC iteration of Mike Perry. Um, he's doing really good over there. Not sure why Conor McGregor decided to show up. Actually, I take that back. I know why he does it because he's not going to ever fight anymore, and he's just trying to be like <laughs> relevant. You know what I'm saying? He's trying yeah. to like be as 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 public as possible.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, he is uh, keeping his name in the limelight, and the more that people talk about it, the more that his brand generates revenue the more that all the rest of it. And so, yeah, it's, it's a win, win for him. But, um, but yeah, like you said, Mike Perry versus Conor McGregor and BKFC. I mean, I'm not like a fucking pay-per-view stats man, but I mean, I don't know if it could do, I mean, it maybe would do a million. I don't know. Here's the thing. It's not to say that a million people aren't going to watch it. It's going to be, more than a million people are going to watch it. I yeah, mean, maybe sure. even
0: two million people. For sure. How many people are going to pay for it? Right. And, and what is the price of that pay per view? Yeah. You know
1: yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Because you know, like, because it's not going to be their like monthly value that's going to be, like, you know, covered for it. it would be like a special pay per view where they'd have to charge.
0: You know. They could sell the shit out of that. I mean, think of the press conferences. Think of the the shit talking between those two. It would be good. It would be a good setup. Would it be a good fight though? The jury's out on that. It's time!
1: Hands up, you ready? Let's go, knuckle up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to Scrapcast. Oh, how sweet it is. Scrapcast, episode 16. 10th episode of season 2.
0: The finale
1: go. of season 2. As always, your host, Ace, Mr. Will. Mr. Will, how you doing?
0: I'm doing good, man. Good to be here.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. All right. Um, Yeah. Last show of the season. A lot to talk about um, before our extended break. It's mm-hmm. going to be nice. Um, you got any plans? What are, you, what are your plans for the break, huh?
0: For the break? Yeah. Going we we'll go find a job. <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do yeah it's gonna be fun
1: nice nice uh with this uh summer weather fucking blaring in on us i i have to get into the high country
0: i have to yeah well gotta go let's get yourself a new tent and Get, get up there in the altitude, man. Head up towards some one of those real high places. It'll be a lot cooler up there. Yeah. Find a river. You know no, I
1: mean? exactly, exactly. For those of you that don't know, we live at about 7,000 feet. Yeah. So I'm looking for like 12,000, 13,000. Exactly. Like exactly. way the fuck up there um, where it's nice and cool all the time. Mm. Um, new tent. That's a loaded statement. <laughs> Very funny. Um, all right. So... Um, don't buy from North Face. Let's get, <laughs> let's just true. get into, let's get into <clears throat> what? The let's overview? Get. Round
0: one.
2: Yeah, overview. Overview.
0: Overview. And we'll start with the PFL playoffs. PFL. Uh, regular season has ended. Um, everyone tied their points. Everyone's been matched and ranked for the playoffs. Um, there have been one or two exceptions as to who's been placed in the playoffs.
1: And we will get into all and of we'll that. Get into that. <clears throat> let's start with PFL 5. So, PSO, what's
0: up? So, the heavyweights. Yes. We should go straight into the standings here for who's going to be in the playoffs. Yep. Heavyweights, Dennis Goltsov, Jordan Herman. That's the number one, number four seed. Yep. Henan Ferreira, Marcelo Nunez, ranked two and three, respectively. So, winner of those two fights will face off in the finals.
1: So, Ante... The former champion mm-hmm. is out.
0: Did not make the playoffs. He
1: did not make the playoffs. Nope. So the champion of last year is not nope. eligible to become a champion again this year. Um, yeah, he had a, uh, I would say, lackluster fight against Maurice Green. Who, uh, really mm-hmm. was uh, excited to see the matchup. Um, didn't really live up to the hype. Um, but we did get John Jones and Janu uh, <laughs> to face off. We, so yeah. that was something to talk yeah. about.
0: Didn't see that coming. Um, I guess we should have, though, because Jones does corner Maurice Green. Mm-hmm. And so he was there, and we know that um, Francis Ngana was doing a bunch of uh, you know, PR for PFL right now. So I guess we should have seen that coming. But um, interesting face-off.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, without a doubt. Um, I mean, the thing that... I don't know what you took away from it. What I took away from it was, like, one, that Francis um seems very like confident even with like all of this going on mm-hmm. with him you know not resigning with the ufc what would the possibilities of that being the john jones match not happening and all of that he didn't like you know i didn't see one sense of like any kind of hesitation or any kind of like befuddlement, I mean, he is like, he knows right where he's at and he's, you know, 100% there. If anything, what I saw from Jones was him lighting up, light, light, <clears throat> was lightening up a little bit mm. um, off his stance of, oh, Francis is a pussy. Francis is blah, blah, blah. And then they meet in front of each other and he's like, why don't you fight me? And he's like, dude, I was there for three years. Like, why didn't you want to fight me? And he was like, well, i had to get ready to fight you. He's like, okay, well, by the time you're ready, I'm not ready to fight. And he's like, Okay. It's like <laughs> no. But he had like he has like you can tell that Jones has respect for Francis. And that's
0: that's exactly what I took away from that was all the respect face to when he was finally face to face with Francis, and it was funny because he was like, you know, he kind of like did like the, the shoulder grab filling him up yeah. and stuff, yeah. and then you can see Francis like patting John's tummy and being <laughs> like, "Yeah, I see, you put on some weight. I see where you put that weight." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I saw John Jones trying to shake. Francis on his hand like three or four times yep. in the five minute face off. <laughs> and it's like it just just those little things where you just like he trying might... to measure him up. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, no. Um I mean, the, what are the chances that it's gonna happen? Fairly, fairly slim.
0: So slim. And I think so slim.
1: And I, and I think that even like now they're even slimmer than they were before because I really think that Dana White was trying to get this whole, like, you know, paint this negative, like, towards Francis, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, fucking, I don't know how much he's orchestrating it, but I know that he's probably, like, hyping up Jones to be like, yeah, yeah, I like that, what you said about him being a pussy, and you know, like, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. try to create that, because not only does it, like, spread shade towards Francis, um, as far as in the public eye, but then it, like, you know builds up like, oh, what would have been or what could have been and that all sort of thing and really even adds more regret for Francis's decision to be in the PFL instead of having this. And then you get these two together and you get to see like, okay, not only has Jones like, like, Jones like stepped back from his like stern stance of like you're a pussy and all that, but then also like you can tell like even afterwards they talked to him and he was just like, yeah, like you could tell he had respect even more for yeah. Francis. Yeah. And so it's just like... Yeah, like, it would have been awesome to see that fight, but at the same time, like, the world goes on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what I took away from it. So, like, I think it's even less of a chance now.
0: I I think Jones might be bummed because he knows that was his biggest shot at the big payday in the UFC.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. You know, he's
0: probably not getting the money. And we already know he was pricing himself out even before the move to heavyweight. And so without the presence of Francis Ngannou... <clears throat> who does he really At Stepe is really the only other person there. Yep. And you know they're not going to be adding zeros to his paycheck to yep. fight Stipe. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep.
1: No, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, interesting. Not only did Jones's stance, uh, and, and, and uh, I don't want to get too far off topic because we still got to talk about the rest of the standings and stuff like that with PFL, but not only did uh, uh, J- Jones' stance lighten up with Francis, but um, Izzy right after Jones and Izzy have kind of like squashed their beef. We talked about last time. Mm-hmm. Um, Izzy uh, came out and made a statement saying that he believes that Francis will fight again in the UFC. What do you think about that?
0: I mean, I guess it depends on how long his contract is for the PFL or how long PFL uh-huh. is around period. Uh-huh. But um, it's not outside of the realm of possibility. We've seen mm-hmm. people leave and come back and we've seen you know, Dana White try and bury fighters only to welcome them back and that's that's just kind of but, but to does. this
1: level? I don't know. I mean he like seems to have like a fucking hard on for Francis Agani. He
0: does. But it's because he got bent over the barrel, right? That's, why. Well, it, That's well, why.
1: well, if anything, he was trying to bend Francis over. And Francis was like, I'm not taking that shit. And he was just like, Ugh.
0: Right. But but Dana's the one that looks bad in that scenario. Yes. Because yes. Francis is happy. Yeah. He's got exactly what he wants. <laughs> yeah. And he gets to fight for yeah. whatever organization he wants to. And, and it
1: opens it up for other fighters to be like, look exactly, what Francis did. Exactly.
0: So, so Dana hates it. Yeah. But... The dollar signs that Francis carries with him, you know, Dana would welcome back.
1: Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Especially if he gets like some wins in these other organizations, or like if he does a boxing match and gets a win. I mean, if if more, more name or more um, like money on his brand, his brand getting bigger is only going to make it even more enticeful to the UFC. And like we talk about a lot, Dana is a powerful person within the UFC, but he, no longer is an owner of the UFC. They are owned by another company. um, And those guys have a board that makes decisions. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, personally, I don't think it's going to happen because I just think, dude, I've seen a level of pettiness come out of Dana White that I think that he'll do it just to, just, just to do it. Like just to keep, just to snub Francis. Maybe. I I really think so. But
0: again, you're right. Like if, if the board decided they were going to do it, he wouldn't have any choice and he'd have to be like, all right, well, we're doing this, you know? (laughs) Would he?
1: I think, I I honestly think he would retire before he would allow that to happen. That's how much of, that's how fucking petty, I mean, think about it, dude. Think about how like his, all the shit that he's gone out and been like, oh, it's all gimmick fight, doing a gimmick fight, all that's just gimmick fights, and then look at all this fucking shit that's happened since then and, and yeah. how he's had, and all the gimmicks that he's put up have been to sort of counter Francis in anything he's doing. Let's do a boxing match with fucking, uh, with Fury. Let's do, right. um, you know, whatever else, like all this other stuff, and we're gonna get into some of this later, but like, I'm just saying, like a lot of this is only built up for, to try to combat Francis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. If it was totally up to Dana, he wouldn't. But it's not. And so would he go so far as to retire? I don't know. I could just see so much of the narrative being like pro-Francis, being like, this is the guy that made Dana White retire. Like, he was so pissed. He got so he got so butthurt over the whole situation that he retired and quit rather than welcoming Francis and Ghana back. Like, that's just yeah. for yeah. a guy that loves his public persona so much – could he handle that I
1: I think I think he probably could but I really think that he sees himself in a level of power in the UFC and everything that he he's done and help continues to do and all of that in his position of power and to let Francis come back in to do I mean there has been there's been things that have happened that have been even less likely I just think that it would be very very unlikely and I think that um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised, is what I'm saying, to see him totally keep him away or snub him from being able to come back to the UFC. Even if the UFC can make a lot of money just off that. And I could see him being like, well, one we would do Conor McGregor in another boxing match. One <laughs> yeah. would do... Like, I could see him, like, trying mm-hmm. to get some... Yeah. Hey, we're going to have Conor McGregor going to slap fight. Nobody <laughs> oh, has more so views odd. than slap fights. Now we have Conor McGregor oh, in God. slap fight. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyways... Let's get back to what really matters here. PFL 5, we talked about the heavyweights that made it. Um, there was also the women's featherweight.
0: Women's featherweight. Um, so Larissa Pacheco, the, number one the seed. The champ. Yep, yep, she's the champ, and yep. she's also the number one seed. Yep. Got a first-round TKO, so you know she's racking over, up points.
1: Yeah, over Le, LeBrook.
0: Yep, Amber. Yep. Um, so Amber still gets into the playoffs as a three seed, so they can end up facing each other again in the playoffs. Okay. Um, But in the first round, Larissa will face Alina uh, Kolesnik as the four seed. And then Marina mokinat will face Amber LeBrock. So we'll see. We'll see if uh, Larissa ends up having to fight Amber again.
1: Okay. So, and Aspen Ladd got a submission, which was good to see her get a win. Agreed. Um, Especially a finish win um, with everything that's gone on in the last couple of years with her. But it sounds like she did not make the playoffs.
0: Not enough points. I mean a little too little too late you know what i mean let's
1: talk about these points let's talk about these points because
0: for 99 percent of the fighters it means something (laughs) i was i was already i knew where you were going and you cut me to it nice
1: beautiful all right speaking of that let's move on to pfl six um yeah uh not for its lack of controversy but some good fights what do you do you want to okay so it was the welterweight
0: welterweights okay. men's welterweight and lightweight and lightweight right? gotcha cool. Cool. men's welterweight men's lightweight uh so the men's welterweight um sadabu sai awesome Dude. spinning back awesome. Awesome. kick knock awesome. yeah
1: and, and and in that fight i just want to talk about like you saw him i saw him throw that a couple of times yep. and both times he was like Measuring like he threw it and was like, Hey, and then he tried to correct it a little bit more with the second one. But that third one was just like, bam, fucking perfect. Yeah. I mean, if it, 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 it hit, it fucked that dude up. He was all sorts of, you know, falling around and shit. It was, yeah. that was, that was nice.
0: He has gotten better. So he did lose to Magomed Magomed Karimov mm-hmm. and Magomed Magomed Karimov is the number one seed. Yep. In yep. The I was going to say he yeah. just got, so, yeah,
1: he got that knockout on yeah. PFL six, yeah. um, over uh Zawada.
0: Yep. So and that was a good knock That was, was that was pretty yeah, slick. It was. Um so yeah, so that could be a, a finals rematch. It'd be interesting to see. Uh Carlos Cial is the one that's got to be matched up with Sidabusai. And, and I like Carlos Cial. I think he's a decent fighter, but I think I think Sidibusai is going to end up in the finals.
1: Okay. Let's talk about the welterweights.
0: The lightweights. <laughs> the lightweights. Yeah. So the lightweights, this is a really interesting We're going to have to have some conversations about this. So, Clay Collard ends up with the number one seed. And good for him. Yes. Because he's been putting in the work all season. Getting finishes. Getting finishes. Finished Stevie Ray. Retired Stevie Ray. Retired, yes. So, he gets to be the number one seed. Which means he'll be matched up against the number four seed. Mm. Which would have been Nathan Schultz. Because Nathan Schultz won and had the points... Yes. To get into the playoffs as the number four seed. To secure his spot. Exactly. However... What ended up happening was they didn't like his performance against his teammate. Yes. And so they pulled him and replaced him with Shane Burgos, the guy they just spent a whole shitload of money to bring in and who didn't even make the playoffs. No,
1: exactly. He got, he went one and one, uh, lost, got a decision. Um, I mean, we talked a little bit about this before, but... All I can really say is, like, PFL, what the fuck are you doing? Here's the thing, okay? Fucking, you do yourself no favor by cutting Nathan Schultz out and putting Shane Burgos into that position, okay? Nathan Schultz, you you have this whole system that's set up on points. It's all about points. And And then if you get enough points... And you're in the, one of the top seeds. You make it into the playoffs. If you can make it through the playoffs, you win the end of the year. That's the whole structuring. That's what you offer different from exactly. other, other fighting promotions. Exactly.
0: Which is why when we bitch about people getting title shots in other organizations, you don't generally worry about it in, in PFL, PFL because everyone's worked for their points.
1: And it's about the championship at the end of the season because they never like um, uh, uh, defend their right. title.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's not like... Yeah, it's not like you're defending against number yeah. one contenders. You're just right back into the yeah. season yeah, exactly. and yeah. racking up points again. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's almost like it's almost like watching somebody double down on a on a bad and bad, bad move, a big up. mistake. Yep. You know what I'm saying it's <laughs> yep. like okay, yeah,
1: exactly. I
0: know you want and and Shane Shane's a good fighter. Yeah, and I know you paid a lot of money for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it hasn't worked out.
1: No. And what you do and see, and by doing this, what you're doing is then you're souring the fans to Shane Burgos. Yep. So you put all this money behind this contract for this fighter that you got, and then you keep like going back to the well, being like, Okay, we'll give you the you know, stylistically the easiest opponent to try to get the most wins. Okay, you still couldn't do it. Now yep. we're gonna take this guy out. And and let's be yep. honest, the fight that Nathan Schultz had um on PFL six was a boring ass fight. It was. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It was.
0: It was a sparring match with it his was. teammate.
1: It was exactly. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it was. But the thing is, is like that doesn't matter. Okay? I know because here's I the know. thing: the the PFL puts together the structuring for who's gonna fight who. Yeah. So the only reason that you know what I'm saying like if they don't want that to happen. Don't put teammates to fight teammates exactly. in the exactly. in the playoffs if you don't want it or at all. And if you don't like it like that, then just have one person per training camp right. in the PFL. Yep. I mean, you have what? Uh, what is it? 16 slots? Eight slots? What do we get to? I'm, I mean, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you only have a limited amount that you can make work. So, why do you have training partners in the same weight division, especially if they're going if to, you, if you don't know that they're not going to go in there and fucking bang it out? You yep. know, what are you doing?
0: No, there's there's no excuse for that. Yeah. So the only silver lining I can see here is that since Shane Burgos is the four seed, he is gonna face Clay Collard. And I do think that'll be an entertaining fight. They're both gonna come in and they're both gonna bang and try and beat the shit of each other. I do think that'll be an entertaining fight. I mean,
1: but fight. Clay okay, you're right. But I think it'll be entertaining. But I think that Clay has like superior grappling wrestling ability than Shane Burgos.
0: I don't think he's going to need it because I think he has better hands than Shane. He may not have overall better power, but I think he has faster hand speed yeah, yeah, that's and, point. and and better combinations. Yeah. You know, he's the one with professional boxing experience. Yeah, I've seen him. Lean my question,
1: qu- you're okay, you're right, and I'm going to cut you off. But my question is, after he beats Shane Burgos, how does the PFL put Shane Burgos in the finals? <laughs> <laughs>
0: somebody's going to piss hot. (laughs) Somebody's going to be injured. That's funny. It's going to be so interesting when we come back and be like, okay, so Shane Burgos is the lightweight PFL champ (laughs) after not winning any of his finals matches. It's by default. Yeah. They literally are just like, here you go, Shane, you can't win it, but here's your title.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, if they do that, then he has to pipe Francis, and Francis' first fight. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so that has kept us up to date with uh, the PFL mm-hmm. um, five and six. Um, let us move on to Bellator two ninety seven. Um, pretty good card. All things considered, main event was uh, Nemkov versus Romero. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um. And then we had uh, the co-main event, Pettis versus Pitbull. So, what do you what would you take away from this?
0: Yeah. Um. Pettis looked great. Yes. Against Pitbull. Yep. He's really come into his own. He's, um, he's slick. He's smart. Um, he's really good. His footwork has improved leaps and bounds, and you know Pitbull's no. No pushover. I mean, I don't know what he lost in the weight cut, but but he didn't have the footwork to keep up with Sergio Pettis no, is what I saw.
1: No. Um, that was exactly my point. Um, watching Pitbull, being a fan of Pitbull, I think going for three titles was a little too ambitious. Agreed. Um, the thing is is that when you're going to cut weight and perform at that high level, it has to be a more natural cut that has to happen because – what ends up happening is you cut all that weight. Your stamina is definitely affected. The your you know the frame, your body, the way it feels in there is affected. I mean, he looked in that fight like he was like couldn't find his timing, mm. and then he was out of gas before it even started. And that's what happens when you do a dramatic wake up. Yep. When you fought two weight classes above, n- not even like a month ago, and now you're already cutting down. I mean, it's like I know you want three titles, but like you got you just you know what i'm saying like you gotta gotta be a little bit more like it's the
0: point of diminishing returns right like the you're not the same person at a lower weight class as you were at the weight class you're used to
1: no no and to speak of that um romero in his fivers, nemkoff looked like he wasn't the same romero as old
0: certainly not um but he is like 50. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, th- our best guess, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Who yeah. knows for sure? Yeah. Um, but he just he just gave away every round yeah. until he decided to show up and fight with the last two minutes yeah. left in the fight. Yeah, and he did he did well in those last two minutes. I know,
1: I know, I know. It reminded me so much of the Izzy fight when he fought yep. Izzy. Yep. There was, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? A lot of that standing still, trying to do the. Hand movement, fucking strike a pose, Vogue, like Anderson Silva, fucking shit. A lot of that. And then at the end, push for it at the very end, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Bad strategic, um, I think, um, game plan, but he's done it before. So, I mean, when I was watching it, I was like, "Ah, it's too bad.
0: He's gotten late finishes. Um, So, yeah, there's always that thing in the back of your mind, like, wow, man, he might just, you know, pull it out, but... Mm -hmm but part of it was I, I think nemkov had had put on too much through the first four rounds yeah Yeah. You know?
1: yeah exactly i definitely agree all right so um yeah let's move on to ufc fight 9 vittoria versus canaire um i don't know what fucking number one anymore so by all means if you if you know what the fuck I it don't. is then there we are if nope. we don't this is where we're at no nope. and for all of you listening partaking You would, if you watched it, you would know. If you didn't, then don't worry. We're going to cover some of it here. So main event, Marvin Vittori versus Jared Cannonier. Jared Cannonier picking up a very one-sided decision over fucking your boy. Yeah, Um, I know. And um, then the co-main event um, really was uh, the two Armins, Armin uh, Suzuki and Armin Petrosian, um, picking up dubs against their mm-hmm. opponents so yeah. yeah what did you, what uh, did you think
0: I mean, about sarukin looked good he knocked joaquin silva the, the fuck out yes um it was a, it was a good win really for good him. fight
1: though i'll be honest with you really good fight because <laughs> because at the beginning armin was kind of getting the better mm-hmm. and then uh joaquin started yeah. really putting the pressure on him and 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 uh, wobbled him and was all, getting close to look like maybe a possible finish. Yeah, and then Armin came back and just fucking stopped him.
0: So. It, it, yeah, he it it forced Armin to reach into his wrestling tool bag to so that he wouldn't get knocked out. Yeah, cause he was because he was hurt. Yeah, um, Jared air he did. He just beat the shit out of Marvin. That mm-hmm. was that's all there was to it. Yep. And I, I think Marvin landed one good shot early in round one. Yeah, but the rest of it was. Was, yeah, was him just showing, look at how many punches I can take.
1: Uh, dude, and we talked about it before, like, I, it sucks because, like, I want to bury the dude. But, like, also, he's, like, the only, like, real, <laughs> like, Italian fighter right. in the UFC. So, right. it's, like, part, like, every time I do it, like, my I get, like, a conflict with myself. But we talked about that, like, the dude really doesn't have a lot going on upstairs um in that department. And, like, this fight showed another reason why. Um, I was saying that he had a game plan, okay? And his game plan, he couldn't get to work. So right. what did he do? He just continued to do the right. game plan. Right. And he continued right. to take punishment. Right. I mean, he literally didn't move off of trying to do the same uh, combination over and over and over. I was literally like, yeah. it, it reminded me of like when you're playing a game with somebody and they don't know what, to, a fighting game and they don't know what to do and they just keep pressing the same
0: button. You're like, and button mashing. What are you
1: doing, dude? It's just I the know, same I button. Know, like,. I
0: know. <laughs> So uh, but here's here's my question with Marvin Vittoria, and not, and it extends past this fight. Like, what happened to his wrestling? Because that's how he used to win fights. Remember, he never won fights by standing and trading with you and knocking you out. I he know. won fights by grinding you out, yep. clinching you, taking you down, and beating the shit out of you on the ground. And he's strong enough and good enough to do that. But again, with the Robert Whitaker fight, not a single takedown attempt against the Jared Cannonier fight, not a single takedown attempt. I so know. what has happened here?
1: I think that he has got far enough away from it. Maybe even like, you know, a la Ronda Rousey, right? right. Remember when Ronda got too far True. away from the judo and yeah. was doing boxing and was thinking, oh, I can stand up and bang with all the best stand-up strikers in yeah. the world, and then you run into fucking Holly Holm, and then that's the end of your career pretty much. Straight up. You know? Yep. I think that that is more or less what it is. Because let's be honest, he trains with Rafael Cadero. He trains with like... One of the best, if not the best striking coach, you know what I'm saying, Agreed. of all time. Like, Agreed. one of the top ones. So, if I was trained, especially for as long as he's been, I mean, it's been multiple years now. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe five, maybe even more. Like, training with this guy, I would believe myself to have that kind of level of... But here's the thing. Maybe he does. It's just you have to be able to read your opponent and then put the combinations into the know what you're looking for and figure out, you know, create the feints, create the spaces, create the traps, uh, punish your opponent, make them fucking pay for it. And, and he just doesn't do any of that. All he does, he's just like game plan, game plan, game plan, game plan game plan i mean it's like a fucking robot being in there
0: the difference between imitation and creation yes he can imitate the moves in the ring yeah but like you said if you're not creating the openings for those to be effective then you don't know when to throw these strikes you just start throwing them because you know how to throw them not because there was a time to throw them you know what i'm saying like
1: i know i know i know It it was it was crazy it really was um any other fights you wanted to talk about on the card?
0: I mean, he was a decent card overall, but nothing really stood out to me.
1: Yeah. One thing I want to talk about, um, I was super wrong. I'm going to admit it. Um, I was really taking um, Muslim Shalikov mm-hmm. um, in that fight that he had against Nicholas Dolby. Couldn't be more wrong, be honest with you. Um, Nicholas Dolby, I think, just really showed another level of durable and toughness yeah. that i wasn't even expecting and you know out muslim muslim like literally yeah he just, just yeah, put he the punishment did. on him yeah. made muslim be uncomfortable couldn't fucking find where to get his openings and just took the fight to him the whole time yeah. and then put it away as far as the decision i mean that's that was that was my thing um so yeah i definitely wanted to Highlight that because that I was super impressed by that performance.
0: Yeah, so. shout out to Dalby, nice yeah, job. Yeah.
1: All right, uh, moving on. UFC Fight Night, Emmett versus Taporia. This is where we both get a shine.
0: Yeah. So another, <clears throat> another good card. Um, overall. Main event, Ilya Topiria beat the ever-loving shit Josh Emmett. Yes. Um,
1: the ever-loving shit. Josh is tough as fuck, though. Let's be honest, okay? He took... Dude. His face was fucking swelled up and, and fucked up and all sorts of bloodiness yeah. and shit. And then he started to fight. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah. he was getting fucked up for, yeah. like, three rounds. And he was all fucked up. And his legs are getting kicked out from anything. And he's like... No, now I'm ready to fight. And I'm just <laughs> no. like, this goddamn... He, he he needs to be in the back, warming up, getting his ass kicked beforehand, comes out. yeah, yeah. Not like literally, but do you know what I'm saying? No, I do. Get all that going. So when he comes in, he's fucking ready to go because, dude, the, the last two rounds of that fight were fucking good. I mean, yeah. Taporia wasn't able to get off nearly any as slick of the striking that he was in the three rounds prior yeah. and had to mix it up and had to be smart and had to, you know? And that showed a whole nother wrinkle to Taporia's game that I, I believed was there but it even finalized it to be like dude look at how how far this guy's come in a short amount of time i mean it's crazy
0: no you got to give josh emmett the honorary diaz name right because like (laughs) he's he's just one of those guys that like like maybe topiri just got tired of whooping his ass He's just like but i've thrown everything i have at this dude yeah he's still coming like okay now i gotta now i gotta knock it knocked out yeah i mean
1: yeah exactly no he dropped him multiple times i mean great fight great fight yeah uh, co-main event: Macy Barber versus Amanda Hebos. Once again, I was fucking wrong there. Fucking Macy Barber. Show. I believed. I believed that this fight was gonna. What was gonna come down to this fight was Amanda Hebos's overall experience right. and her ability to have a stronger skill set, a stronger skill set all across the board. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was gonna be what was going to give her the the victory. I thought that that was what was gonna lead her there, dude macy barber has come even like further she's fixed a lot of holes in her game yeah and she still has that toughness and that fucking like just dog mentality yeah. i mean she is like a fucking pit bull in there just i mean it doesn't stop if as soon as she smells blood she's on it she's on it and i was i was really impressed to see macy barber be able to um yeah Do that to be able to evolve her game to the level that it is now, but still be so authentic to who she is and her fighting style and how she got there. Right. I mean, it was, I was, I was really impressed. No,
0: I agree. I thought we had seen Macy Barber's ceiling already. Yeah. And she would out improve that we haven't. Yes. There's, there's still more room to grow. She has made progress, leaps and bounds. And Amanda Rebus is no joke. So uh, we may have written off Macy before, but she's coming, dude.
1: No, she's coming. Also, fucking Brendan Allen is
0: coming. <laughs> yeah, he dude. is, dude. That fucking I keep, dude. I keep telling Holy you about this shit, guy. Dude. I keep telling you about this guy. And shit. a lot of the same things you said about Macy Barber, like this guy's not afraid of a firefight, even if it's not necessarily a good idea.
1: Dude, I think he likes the firefight. I
0: think he does. He's learned he's learned how to stay calm and find this target. Like a lot of times you see these guys getting in firefights, they're looking down, you know, they're getting hit, their eyes are closed, their wingy punches. Brendan's not, though. Like, he's getting hit, and he's still looking at you, and he's still finding ways to land his combinations on you. Exactly. And, and we know he still has a wicked ground game, especially top game. He's he's somebody that we need to look at as being a threat uh, in the top five here in the near future.
1: Oh, dude, like, yeah, like, he's he's right there. He's right at the top. Either he's going to be fighting for a contendership or his next fight, the winner of that, is going to get the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. he's right there. He's like, and his overall, I mean, Dude, he fought Bruno Silva, okay? And fucking dropped him and fucking beat him up on the feet. I mean, throughout the entirety of their fight, Bruno Silva fought Alex Pajera, and Alex didn't do what he did to. Alex couldn't do what he did to Bruno that Brandon Allen did. You know? I was like, holy shit. And this is the guy that's like. The fucking submission, dude. Like the fucking, know, you know, like I, know. I was like, holy shit, like I know. I mean, dude, yeah, the fucking, the the limit is the fucking sky with that guy. However they say that, like the fucking, it's 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 crazy, it's crazy. So,
0: yeah, um, he's still fairly young too. I still think he'll, I think he'll tighten some things up, and I, I like that he can threaten you from the ground and on the feet.
1: Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, anything else you wanted to talk about with this card? Pretty good card overall.
0: Pretty good card overall. Enjoyed the fights. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we can move on.
1: Okay. Uh, real quick, shout out to David Onama. That was a fantastic that fucking... That was a pretty slick knockout. Yeah, it was a pretty slick yep. knockout. And shout out to Tabitha Ricci. She was able to uh, get the win over uh, Julian Julia Roberts. And yep. um, yeah, so pretty good. Pretty good card overall. Yep. I was... Uh, just forewarning, I was watching this card or rather listening to it and glancing at it occasionally <laughs> as I was delivering packages for FedEx on a Saturday. So uh pretty interesting card all the way around. I got to admit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, not the smartest guy. Uh, one fight night or excuse me, one Friday night fights Two, this is the fucking, this is the fight, dude. This is the fight we were waiting for. Right. Um, there was it was a sort of double main event, but the major main event. The reason why we were there to watch it, everybody else was there to watch it. Dude.
0: We've been we've been waiting for Malikan to be able to unify his head. Anatoly, title. fucking
1: Malikan, dude.
0: And and he and he showed up. And credit to Arjun, he he lasted a lot longer oh, than I thought he was gonna. Yeah, to.
1: Arjun Bowler. Yeah. So I think he had the perfect game plan when he mm-hmm. when he was in there. He was trying to get Anatoly to engage and step away. Yeah, It was a uh, like boxer, like stick and move, stick and move, stick and move. And I thought it was perfect because he was making Anatoly throw so much. Yeah. And Anatoly's a big, muscular dude. Yep. All that oxygen is going to cut into the later fight. Yep. So what I was watching, I was like, oh, this is really smart because he was able to create those pockets and then Anatoly would engage and step in and he would remove himself just enough to miss a lot of the punishment where he fucked up is that he was all about the head and worried about getting hit in the head and forgot about the body. Forgot about the body. And when that fucking yeah. body, when the first body shot landed, you could tell it was like he did not like that. Yeah. And then from that point on, he kept using the body and to set up the head, and it was just a matter of time.
0: Well, and credit to Anatoly for being smart enough to realize that when somebody's shelling up like that, the only way to lower that guard is to go to the body. Yeah. And it, maybe you don't get the body TKO, but eventually that guard is going to get lower and lower. Yep. And so that it's the only way. Yep. You know?
1: Yeah, and it did, and the guard got lower, and he got the knockout, mm-hmm. ground, well, knocked him down, and then ground and pounded him yep. and finished him off. Um. So shout out to uh, the one heavyweight champion. Yep. The one heavyweight and light heavyweight champion. <laughs> yes. I mean, think yep. about that. That'd be like fucking... John Jones, now he's the title going back down and getting that title in the UFC, too. Like, that's no. the level of... Cormier what, did it. I, well, yeah, exactly. He did do it, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's
0: like Cormier, but bigger. Yeah. Stronger.
1: Yeah, what? And faster. More threatening, definitely, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, he's a fucking monster. Um, so then we also had uh, Sanchai.
0: Yeah, the Motai fights were great yep. um, uh, on there. Yeah, Senchai got a round two knockout. That yep. was, was dope nice. as fuck. Yeah, it was a nice um, elbow. Super Lek, KO run one. Of course, we saw that coming. Yep. Still waiting to see Super versus Rod That's the fight that needs to happen. I
1: know, I know. You've been talking about it for a long time.
0: <clears throat> and they might not be letting them fight just because... Super
1: Lek versus Rod Tang, too. Right, they already Right, fought they before. have. Yeah, they yeah, have, yeah.
0: absolutely, yep. Um, but that's what needs to happen. It needs to happen in one. I yep. don't think it happened in one before. No. Um... <clears throat> Um, Sitsong Pinong, um, and Eddie Abelso, that was actually a really good fight. Um, I'm usually in total agreement with how they, um, score their fights over there in one. And I'm not saying Sitsong Pinong didn't win, Uh, but, but Eddie, man,
1: I know there there was, I know that was
0: the closest fuck fight. I know.
1: I know. And, uh, Sitsong Pinong is a, um, like he's like legend over there, right? Like he's a fucking, he's a big name. He's a hard dude to beat a hard dude to get a win on. And I'm telling you this dude, I didn't know much about him before, but, um, uh, Eddie came in and just fucking, I mean, took the fight to him in every sense of the word was, was hitting him with really, really nice elbow work, spinning elbow work, connecting, um, really making him step into the spinning elbows. I mean, his whole face was fucked up. um, I could, I could see, I'd be honest with you, I could see how you could judge it for on Pinong on the round-by-round round basis. But the overall fight, I definitely felt like Eddie got the better of him. And I personally scored it for Eddie, too. So, I mean, him. it was just, you know, it's just one yeah. of those things where a round gets really close and it can go either way. And then that, you know, like we talk about a lot of times. But, yeah, I mean, I'm really going to be looking forward in the future to when he's fighting. because, um, Yeah, yeah, that was... I mean, seriously, dude hardly ever gets threatened. And for then be an American and go in there and get yep. this Muay Thai legend yep. in Thailand and fucking put on that performance, like of course the judges aren't gonna give you the fucking decision, but the world <laughs> saw
0: what happened right. And to be as aggressive as he was and to not be afraid of Sitsong. song, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like I know who you are, I know you're the legend, but that's how you that's how you beat fighters like that. Yeah. You go in and you take it. Yeah, you know. That's
1: how you become the legend. Is by beating the legends. <laughs> Somebody up. said that Straight up. All right. Um and then we had uh, BKFC 45, um, yeah, and this was from Florida, Hollywood, Florida. Uh, main event, Palomino versus Lylee. Um, not an overall action-packed fight, right. but um, pretty good still. Palomino got the decision. Uh, Lylee took a lot of, I thought, punishment in the first part of the fight, but then was able to start finding a rhythm and, um, being able to answer back that then made Palomino a little more hesitant and it made, they slowed the fight down considerably and we got a decision. So,
0: and and they gave it to Palomino. Yeah. Um, But it was it. You almost could sense it coming, since every other fight on that card was a knockout. I know. Like you just, you just knew, like when the big names came on, it was like, oh, there's no way you can compete with that man.
1: I know. I know. It was. It was that fight in the co-main event. Those were the only two decisions that every other fight on that card was knockout. Knockout.
0: Nine knockouts. I just counted them. Nine fucking knockouts. I know.
1: I know. So if you didn't watch it and you love. Fucking some knockouts. Definitely go back and check that out because it was it was a great card. It was, instead of getting into it and breaking down every fight, just trust BKFC when they put together that 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 type of uh, card. Man, you get a, get a lot of dynamite. It yeah, seems like yeah. it seems like we've had multiple cards now with BKFC where they have been like agreed ninety percent or more knockouts. Yeah. I mean it's crazy or
0: or or TKOs. Yeah, and and right, and it's. It's a it's different beast. It's mm-hmm. a different beast. You you just can't take the punishment in BKSC that you can take in some of those other sports. I don't know. So you either go down or you have to quit. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, and uh, real quick, there was some controversy at Ryzen 43. Um, you explain what's up with it. I know your boy Epst what, won, but didn't win, or what? Yeah, so what's
0: <clears throat> Herbst, who I'm a big fan of. Um, he's a he's a great fighter. He's a real real submission ace. Um, I like I like watching him fight. So he goes in and misses weight for Ryzen forty three against uh, Chihiro Suzuki, and they strip him of the belt before the fight starts. Right. So because you missed weight for your title fight, you no longer have the belt. So, but also because you missed weight, you're not eligible to win the belt back if you win the fight mm. only Suzuki is eligible to win if he wins gotcha. so they fight the fight plays out Erbs gets the win by armbar um, three minutes into the first round so it's fairly, fairly fast it's what he does um, but then they overturn the win to a no contest because he missed weight mm. and I get I get the punishment and I get that they want it to be extreme so that it doesn't set a precedent for this sort of thing but Herbs doesn't even get his win. Probably doesn't get a win bonus. Doesn't get a win on his record. Still is gonna have to fight for the belt when he comes back. And yeah, so I mean, it's unfortunate, but really, you gotta be more professional than that. You can't be missing weight.
1: Yeah, and Japan does not fuck around. If you don't make weight, they're like, That's okay, true. you can't make the, you can't get the title. And then you win, <laughs> no. you know, by KO or or by armbar rather, and yeah. they're like. Nope, nope. Sorry. N- n- no, sorry. It doesn't contest. go on your record. Yeah, nope, yep.
0: no contest. And what's funny is it isn't this long drawn out thing like it is in America. Like, well, I'm gonna appeal to the decision. It's literally like the next day. They're just like, no, it was a no contest. Yeah, <laughs> they're
1: just yeah, like, Whoa. yeah. Well, they're like, yeah, they're like, you dishonor yourself. <laughs> you you straight know? up, that's and exactly that's, what it's yeah, like. It's, so. the, it's the
0: honor part of it. Yeah,
1: right? exactly. Well, and that brings uh, the end of the overview. So we will move on. Moving on to
0: the hot takes. Ah-cha. Hot pics, really hot. She was hot. <laughs> Shit
1: <laughs> um, is hot.
0: Yeah, so um, one of the big ones I thought was um, the Bellator PFL merger.
1: Yeah, um, so yeah, good point. Um, so Scott Coker, um, after the Bellator 297 card, was asked about the possible merger between Bellator and PFL, and he confirmed that yes. Um, there are talks going on and uh, yeah, so I guess the fantasy world of M of PFL meeting Bellator and what that would look like I mean what do you what do you think?
0: Well so the first thing I think of anytime I hear PFL of course is Francis and Ganu. yes right okay so I immediately start matchmaking and man Maliken and Ganu.
1: But that's one. We're talking about Bellator. Oh, that's right.
0: Bellator. Yeah. Okay. Dude, so, that would
1: be sick. Okay? okay? I'm all signed on for that.
0: No, you're right. You're right. Okay. So so the heavyweights in Bellator. Bellator. Yeah. Um,
1: Who's their heavyweight champion right
0: now? Gosh, why don't I know who their heavyweight champion is right now? See, I got I got so busy thinking about <laughs> <laughs> versus, um,
1: To be honest with you, though, I mean, they could still do that. I'm going to be honest with you. Like like one is all for promotion, PFL would do it. I mean, we could see it. Right. And and I think I'll be honest with you. I think I favor Francis versus Malikan, dude. And that's crazy.
0: Okay, so it is Ryan Bader. I was gonna say Ryan Bader. But it dude, is, it is Francis will fucking smoke Bader, destroy dude. Bader. Dude, fucking smoke him, yeah. dude.
1: I don't give a fuck if he's a collegiate wrestler or not. He's gonna <laughs> take a punch to have to get that fucking fight to the ground. He's not and taking Inguno down.
0: Inguno isn't that easy to take down, dude. No. The dude is. Strong. No, and no no no.
1: And even more so, fucking Bader is chinny as shit.
0: Exactly. And Nanganu exactly. has like
1: fucking a semi truck hitting you on the chin. Yeah. I mean it's fucking Yeah.
0: <laughs> so so <clears throat> um look look for the look for the Bellator, you know, front page of the sport saying Bader relinquishes his title <laughs> because he's not he's, <laughs> not, gonna in, fight. Yeah, he's not gonna wanna fight my heavyweight at all. Yeah. Um God, I'm trying to think. I mean, cause obviously Fedor retired, right? That was Bader's yeah. last match.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, what do we've got? I guess Czech Congo is technically still on Bellator. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Which that's fucking crazy. I, I know he's old, but that'd be an interesting fight, right? I'd like do to you see think that. so?
1: I mean, I guess I guess it I mean,
0: still favor uh, you know, I still favor um Francis Ngannou, but at least that's a that's, at least that's a taller, longer yeah, striker yeah. that would be capable of trying to maintain some yeah. distance before he got knocked out. Exactly.
1: And he's one of those kind of guys that you can't really count out um, because he can't. He could fucking, right. you know, connect with power. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. So so that's the first thing I think of when I think of this merger is I think of all the new matchups. <laughs> for Francis, 8, for and Francis and Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, but, yeah. But aside from that, how do you think that – like? Wh- to what depth do you think this merger, like, do you think it's like when the UFC buys somebody out and they just take their contracts and they just assimilate the organization? Or do you think PFL will still continue its its season and, and playoff format and Bellator will do different? Like how That's do you how do you see that merger? Really good question.
1: Out? Really good. Um I feel like I feel like what PFL should do if they acquired Bellator would be to take all of their like top talent, all the like cream talent, right? Mm. Bring them in, put those guys in the tournament, take the under, and have those guys face off with their cream. You know, which I think the Bellator would have more. You know, um,
0: they have a bigger roster. Exactly, I feel like, yeah. exactly,
1: and 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 so bringing that in, I think would you know help that. Um, but I think that then what you could do is then you could take some of these other guys that are like, that would normally maybe make it or maybe not or be on the undercard or whatever, and have these guys fight each other on some of these PFL international cards that they have so that they have newer talent. But then they also have these guys fighting each other to try to get up to that, that position to right. even get into the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And really create a better, um, um, uh, um, um, mirror image or whatever of likeness of what some of professional sports teams do. You have the major leagues, you have the minor leagues, you have all, you know what I'm saying? And you could create it and it would, it would structure it in a way so that it would put all the cream at the top. And then everybody that's kind of in the middle vying to try to get up to the top. And then everybody at the bottom sort of profiting off of those that are already on their way to the top or those at the top, you know, (laughs) but, 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 but big, but will PFL, know what the fuck they're doing in order That's, to do it
0: man do you see what i'm saying it's starting to not seem like it i right? know
1: i know that is my worry yeah. with it is that like yeah. i feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of possibility of this could be really good but are they going to be able to make that choice
0: <laughs> uh, they have... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah, I would agree. Based on the recent track record of decision-making, it, does, it doesn't look good.
1: I mean, i would be honest with you. With everything that's happened recently, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, okay, for what we're going to do, Francis <laughs> Ngannou is going to fight... Twenty different Bellator fighters, and we're going to take that two million dollars and spread it between those tw- <laughs> twenty Bellator fighters because all we know how to do is go back to the well, and we've given Francis a lot of money, so we're just going to hit that yeah. well over and over and over again. Yeah. You know, we'll have Shane Burgos fight Francis and Ghana, and we're going to have it all happen here. I-,
0: I do think we'll end up getting some good matchups. Like, if all else fails and it goes to shit, I do still think we'll end up getting a couple of good, three or four good matchups that yeah. we might not have gotten otherwise. Yeah.
1: yeah. Good. Good. But-
0: but All that's, right. that's the very that's the very low end of the of the spectrum. I know. It, it could be so much better. I know. I know. <sighs> um. So yeah, is life. Yeah. Something I didn't know until uh, I got here prepping for the show. So Belcher was stripped stripped
1: of his BKFC title. Um. For allegedly, he has signed and will have a boxing match versus uh, Rockman Junior. Rockman Hassi. Yeah. Rockman Junior. <clears throat> okay. Um. Who. He just had didn't he didn't Rockman Jr. didn't he just fight um somebody. It wasn't Jake Paul. It was It wasn't Jake Paul. Was it Jake Logan
0: Paul. Paul.
1: Ugh, fuck, I don't know. I it get was those, some kind I of those motherfuckers. it was it was some kind of like Greg Hardy. It was Greg That's Hardy. That's who it was. That's who it was. Yes. It was. Exactly. And he lost. And he lost. Exactly. And then Greg Hardy got fucking knocked out. So I don't know if it's doing anything for Belcher to do that, but God, I really don't want to say this, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Belcher wanted to face fucking the heavyweights there. Really? I I really don't. Because that fight that he had against the former heavyweight champion when he got the title... That was not an easy He wasn't fight. necessarily that winning was, that fight dude, until
0: he got the knockout. Dude, he
1: got so close to getting knocked yeah. out. That second time when he got dropped, yep. I mean, when he got up, it was like right at nine and a half. Yep. He was like nine and a half, and he popped up, and I was just like, are they going to even let it count? Okay, they're going to let it count. And then he knocked the other yeah. guy out, okay? And now we're going to be talking about Ben Rothwell. We're going to be talking about... A, you know what I'm saying? No, I that's, mean, that's their heavyweight point. division now <clears throat> is is evolving even more so. But the thing is, is Belcher was never a heavyweight never, dude. Never, never a heavyweight. He was a fucking middleweight and welterweight in the UFC. You know what I'm so saying? So why
0: did he fight at heavyweight...
1: Because he's getting BKFC. older and, and, and to cut all that weight and the rest of it. I mean, you can
0: cut down to light heavy, man. I mean, I
1: know that would be, that's where I think he should be because I think that him versus, um, uh, what's his name? I wanted to say Lorenzo Tate, but that's not him. Right. Is that the heavy, the light heavyweight champion of BKFC? I don't, I don't it's the, know. It's the, yeah. It's the dude that fucking fought, uh, Richmond who got the knockout member, um, uh, yeah. on the BKFC Knucklemania mania too. He right. fucking got dropped and then he fucking punched him immediately in a, Lorenzo after Hunt. That's Lorenzo Hunt Lorenzo. immediately
0: after getting back up to yeah, <clears throat> back up to his feet.
1: Yeah. I would like to see Lorenzo Hunt versus Alan Belcher. That's somebody yeah. that's a lot closer to, you know what I'm saying, his frame, um the overall back and forth, that seems like a lot more favorable matchup. Okay. I'm not saying I don't think that he took the boxing match to get rid of the title. I just think that fucking there was already questions of whether or not he was gonna um you know put the title on the line or when he was gonna put the title on or all that that was brought up by you know Rothwell and some of those guys to be like what's going on here with this thing and then this boxing fight happened and then BKFC was like well you took that boxing fight maybe it was a good excuse maybe not I think it's probably the best things for all parties considered the last thing I want to do is see somebody who is as tenured and veteran and and you know really, like, uh, you know, beloved by the sport, like Alan Belcher, go in there and get his fucking head knocked off because he's fighting at fucking... at heavyweight. Yeah, he won the title, but he won it against, you know... I mean, do you know what I'm saying? I do. He wasn't, like, that developed of, uh, of a fighter. He was a good BKFC fighter, yeah. but he wasn't to the level of some of these new heavyweights in this new division that's coming in. Right.
0: No, no, you made some good points that I hadn't thought about. It's almost like that whole... 4D chess thing where he's just like man I don't want to relinquish I don't want to be seen as as giving it up yeah. I, don't, I don't want to defend I don't yeah. want to fight these guys yep but if I sign up and take this boxing match boxing fight they'll do it for me exactly I still get to fight I still get to get paid although I'm not sure who's going to watch Belcher versus Rockman Jr I, I'm I wasn't even a big fan of his dad, Hasim Rahman the first. The
1: first one, yeah, the, the first. I mean, I mean, you weren't a big fan because he fucking beat your boy. That's why you weren't a big fan of him. I'm just, i yeah.
0: He fun. he caught <laughs> he caught Lennox Lewis. He did. He caught him, and then and then, Lennox... and then when Lewis trained, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and took it seriously, he beat the everliving shit out of him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> true. <laughs> it was
1: true. It is very true. It's very true.
0: But but yeah, Rahman Junior. I just I don't, I don't see the same the same fighter. And again, not that I even thought Hasim Rahman, you know, the first was a great boxer. But um and it's between him and Buster Douglas, whoever has the shortest reign as heavyweight champ. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because yeah.
0: Every, like your boy Tyson, everybody gets caught. Everybody gets <laughs> like, caught 100%. It just happens. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, you stay around in the pool long enough, you're going to get wet, yeah. you know? Um but the thing is is that I agree with you. Um, I think that without... We could turn this into... We could really, like, you know... Um,
0: oh, that's actually coming up... Not, I mean, It's, like, July 22nd. No, no, it is.
1: Exactly. Wow. Okay, so here's the thing. Two things I want to say about it, okay? Because we could really flesh out this whole thing. First thing is... I'm just going to get really quick into it. First thing is, one, I don't believe that... I don't believe the fucking BKFC fucking stripped him for the title for the boxing match. Because here's the thing. If they don't want the boxing match and he's under contract with them then they'd be like, you're not doing the fucking boxing match. True. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So depending on how the contract looks and if he didn't want to, if, if they didn't want him to be able to take boxing matches, they wouldn't leave him an open contract. And right. if they did leave him in, and if they didn't leave him in an open contract because they didn't want him to take boxing matches and he took a boxing match, they'd be like, you're not having the fucking boxing match. Yeah. So do you see what I'm saying? Right. It's like, doesn't make any sense to me. That's one. Two is that um, Belcher is, or that Rockman Jr., you brought up a good point, About sons and you know not being you know not looking to the same level that his dad was, and I mean that goes without saying. A lot of times these fighters that are sons of other fighters get in there. um, I've seen it over and over again in boxing and MMA. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but even in MMA, Kimbo (laughs) Slice Jr. or Baby Slice, um, there's you know been other dudes. They're not to the same level that they're. that their father or parent was in the, cause it could happen to females too at some mm-hmm. point. Right. Um, is, is that, um, when the, when the father or the parent is in there, it's because one, he has some natural talent, I mean, a a lot of natural talent to be able to be at that level or to be able to put himself in there. But then two, he has no real like other opportunities, so he's all in. He's all in on his own talent, and that creates for a wonderful uh showcase of what of what's possible, right? Then you get the son that comes up and he's living in that. He's just living in it as the image of this is what dad did, this is what I
0: need to do. He's riding the coattails.
1: Well well and not and not maybe so much, but I'm saying that like their overall perception of how they're looking at it. You have somebody who's like, this is what I do because this is what my dad did, so I'm gonna do it that way, versus somebody that's like, oh I got natural talent for it. Let me see how far I can push this. Oh now this is I have to be all in on this. I'm gonna fucking put all my eggs in the basket gonna make it go for it and right. then it's like holy shit look at what happened right do you see what i'm saying no I, it's two completely different i, I do they
0: obviously have opportunities because yeah. of who their parents are yeah. so you know why they choose to do it has to probably rely on something about the name
1: it is it is and and the name that in the name creates the value and there's a higher value in that if you can put you know slice versus whoever then people are right. like oh shit you know what i'm saying right. i mean that happens all the time how many times i've seen a, a fight card and it's like you know, I don't know, like Tyson versus Davis or something. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And then you go look and it's like fucking Gerald Tyson versus fucking exactly. L- L- Luther Davis. And you're like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. who the fuck are these guys? It's just, you know, it's based yeah. on the name value. And so it's, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's it. And I've seen it a lot in boxing too. And you're right. It never, they're never the same, you know, thoroughbred that their parents were. No. Um, <clears throat> in other news, uh, Eddie Alvarez. Yes. Fought out his BKFC <laughs> his contract. BKFC well, contract. He had, yeah, he came in for that one fight against... <laughs> it was a, it was um, a one-off. It was yeah, one-off.
1: against... um, What's his face? What's his name? Um,
0: Little dude. Mendez.
1: Mendez. Chad Mendez. God,
0: I, it was like, Sean, Eva? <laughs> 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 okay. Wrong. All right. Um, yeah, I would have liked to have seen him stay in, in BKFC. I, I thought that was a cool spot for him, but that's obviously not what he wants to do. What he wants to do... Mm. Is finishes trilogy with Chandler. Apparently.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I did see that. I seen that he was calling out Chandler because Chandler seems to be avoidant of a dance partner. He is surprise, surprise. He is. We will get into that <laughs> further. Well, so let's. F- I dig. I digress. Um, but so, yeah. So he wants to uh, put out the feelings out there. Hey, UFC, I'm open. Let's do this fight, uh, the trilogy, which their fights were in Bellator. Yep. First one, Chandler got a submission over Alvarez. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really what made Chandler I agree. was getting that and being able to beat Eddie Alvarez at that time. Eddie Alvarez came back. They had a really close fight in the mm-hmm. second one. Eddie won by decision. I thought he won by decision. Um, So, yeah, So to have the third fight, again, they could have it in the UFC. I, I'm all up for it. Are you?
0: Uh, No, absolutely. Absolutely. And not just because Chandler needs a a dance partner, but I've always been a huge Eddie Alvarez fan. I'd like to see him go out on his terms. And Mm -hmm. if this is what he wants, by all means, you know, it wouldn't have to be one of those. UFC owns your soul contracts. It's be like, hey, we'll just bring Eddie in, we'll yeah. a one fight contract, yeah. and you can hang up your gloves after that. And
1: I mean, I mean, if that's what Eddie wants to do, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. I think I, so. I'm not saying like to have a whole fight contract, but I'm saying like maybe there's like here's the thing. Okay, we got some older statesmen that are still around in the sport. Right. So maybe like two three fights, get some big money, you know? Maybe I'm just saying could could maybe.
0: Yeah. All right. Okay.
1: So, yeah. It's a, it's a possibility. <laughs> okay. um, fucking also, though, speaking of trilogy, another guy who had trilogy trilogies, or another guy that had a couple of fights with Michael Chandler in Bellator was <laughs> a Mr. Will Brooks. Right. And Will Brooks has uh, been in the independent um, lower uh, fight promotions um, fighting for a little while, and he's stitching together some wins, and um, also wants to throw his name in the hat for a rematch versus Chandler in the <sighs>
0: UFC. Chandler, he's a wanted man. Um, but to be fair, he's in the UFC. He's got big name recognition. And win or lose, he technically looks fairly beatable. So I get where all this is coming from, right? Not only is he going to put on a big show, but you never know. You might get a win out of it. All right, I get, I get that will brooks i was will high i was really high on will brooks back in the bellator days right. I, I really was yeah he beat some really good names he yep. looked really good doing it then he got signed by the ufc and shit the bed
1: i don't know what happened i know never
0: looked good over here in the ufc i know and then has just gone downhill since then and now like you said now this fall from grace has resulted in him in being in these regional promotions mm-hmm. and you'd hope he could string together a few wins in a regional promotion after being a Bellator champ. Right. But um again, not sure what not sure what to make of that, you know? So,
1: no, you're right. And you bring up a really good point. You do all of what you said uh, uh, is accurate, I mm-hmm. believe. It to be as well. But the thing is is that I've seen it before with fighters. I've seen it before with fighters like Brandon Moreno where they come into the UFC, they Brandon Moreno comes in the Ultimate Fighter, loses, right. first fight in the Ultimate Fighter, right. has a couple more fights, gets a win, gets another loss, gets cut from the UFC, then goes into the LFAs and that, gets a couple of wins, comes back into the UFC, and gets a chance, becomes a champion, and right. now is like fucking multiple-time champion. Sure. So it's really hard for me to be able... I have I, I, with you. When he first came in, I was super... Surprised that to see him in there, I was really excited. I wanted to see what was going to happen, and then, like you said, none of those fights that he had in the UFC like turned into fruition. And he not only wins but just good performances, a lot of them were bad performances. Um, and so it was like, what the fuck is really going on here? I don't know what he had going on in his personal life. I don't know if he thought that he had to play it real safe because he was in the UFC and that took away from his fighting style. I don't know. All I'm saying is that, like, he came in, he didn't look good, he left. And now he wants to get another shot. And if anything that this Ultimate Fighter season has showed me is like, you got to give motherfuckers a second shot because you never know. That's all I'm saying.
0: That's a good point. So That's a good point. All right. Um, <laughs> moving on. So, so moving on. Um, We've been alluding to it.
1: Let's fucking stop being around the bush. Let's get to it.
0: Yeah, a lot of ways to phrase this. Um, I would like to hit it. Does Connor ever fight again?
1: Um. I think that the overall odds on that are uh, probably 80-20 no, is what I would say.
0: Okay. Um, And and so one of the reasons we brought this up is because he hasn't entered the USADA testing pool. Yes. And you have to be in it for six months months before you can have a fight. Not that that hasn't been pushed aside before. Not that it, it wouldn't has. be again. Yes, <clears throat> right. Because it has, and it has for Brock Lesnar was one of the bigger examples. And why? Because he's got a big name. They want him to fight, and they own Usada, so they can do whatever the fuck they want. So could they do this with Connor if Connor actually wanted to fight? Of course they could. Yeah, right. But that's the that's the rub for me. I don't think Connor actually wants to fight anymore.
1: I think that Connor does. But I but I don't believe he wants to fight. Like, I think that he wants to put on a performance. He wants to
0: be popular.
1: And, yes. But I
0: don't think he wants to fight. No,
1: but the only way for him to really do that is to fight. You can only push this card of, like, maybe I'll fight this guy, maybe I'll fight that guy for long enough before we're like, we don't give a shit. And he's getting really close to the edge of that. Well, that's the only reason why this Ultimate Fighter, like, really started to pan out because we were like, oh, He's really going to come back. So now we're all interested and invested to see how good he is. He has a documentary that's coming out about his reclaim. I really think that he wants to come back. But I don't think he wants to come back to be like another fish in the pool. I think that he wants to come back on his terms against the right opponent, against the right. I think he's trying to take all the ducks and stick them up in a row to be like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like the Donald, he wants another Donald Cerrone fight. He wants it right there where it can be right. where he wants it, where the ch- the the chances of um, losing or of you know. Um, Failure are very, very slim. Okay. I think he really wants that. What he wants more out of anything is to get a victory or a couple of victories back into the cage and kind of restore that whole presence of, oh, McGregor, and oh, how great was he, and all those kinds of things to get people to talk about, and then disappear.
2: Gotcha. You know
1: what I'm saying? To kind of leave like on top again. I think that that is... I've been saying I've been saying since the beginning when it, we talked about the whole thing that I wasn't sure if he was going to come back. And then and then they were like, "No, we got this fucking documentary, the whole documentary is like fucking 3 hour, 2 hours or whatever of him just being like all we gotta do is come back from this. I'm home, dude. That's the only thing I care about. Come back from this shit and the rest of it. But then you see all this other bullshit happening, all this shit in the media, all this shit. Some of it, some of it.
0: Showing up at BKSC yeah. holding a BKSC belt. Yeah,
1: like, and all the all this, uh, you know, um, publicity around like possible sexual allegations with all this stuff. Right. And I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened from what didn't happen. I know that there's a lot of fucking inconsistencies and in the rest of the thing. All I'm gonna say is like, what are you doing, dude? Like you know, like you know that you walk around with this gigantic target on you. Right. So if you don't want to end up, you know, going through these same types of things, I mean, it's the same thing as like when John Jones is out fucking around when he was the champion. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. All you're, all you're gonna find is trouble in areas where there's trouble. Exactly. Like, so what are you doing here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, but I don't know. That's that's my thought about it.
0: (sighs) Okay. So and and I. I'm not saying I disagree with mm-hmm. your appraisal of the situation. Do you feel like that's realistic? like I like i I, th- I think you're right. I think in his head, you're right. That's exactly what he's thinking. Mm. But is that actually realistic? are there are there those dominoes that he could line up? Fuck yeah, okay. yeah, I mean, he, but where though, and at what weight class? like I'm not even sure this dude can even make lightweight anymore. Jim Miller? If yeah if he could if <laughs> if Connor can make lightweight yeah I'm and, not and sure if that enough he can people anymore.
1: and if enough people wanted to see it because that's the other thing it's not just about his performance and his opponent it's about the overall he's got he's got a, he's got to fight with his old standards of turning in money and and the eyes on him all of that is part of who Connor McGregor is
0: does does fighting and possibly beating Jim Miller get you close enough to your last hurrah, which would be that title shot.
1: Anybody else? No. Conor McGregor? <laughs> <laughs> as stupid as it fucking is? Yeah, okay. dude.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. If
1: he goes out there and starches Jim Miller, they will put that shit on repeat till the end of time. They'll be like... I'll be like, Carter came back, beat the guy with the most wins and the most fucking, yeah. and the highest record of the blah, 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 okay. and all that shit. And it'll just fucking, and they'll just use that and milk it for every bit of fucking that they can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely think they could. Okay. Um, but to be completely honest with you, I really even hate talking about it because, like, that's the reality that we live in. And, like, how far is it from, like, the idea yeah. of, like, what this sport is really
0: supposed to be. Oh, it's a long way.
1: Do you know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. or the idea of combat sports in general. Yeah. Or the idea of mixed martial arts in general. Yeah. Like, how far <laughs> away are we down this fucking... S- s- so far. Ski- yeah. This circus that it's just, like, that's why, that's why I get frustrated because it's, like, yeah, that's probably where we're at. Like, and then it's, like, disheartening to be, like, eh.
0: You know, which so, is which is maybe why I can't bring myself to believe it. Like that might be why I have that <laughs> mental block. It's just like no, no, can't go down can't, like that.
1: Can't even we do that. No. Yeah, I know. I know. And, and that's the other thing too, because I don't think about it. And then we talk about it, and then I start thinking about it, and then I'm like, yeah, I can see that. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <God, damn> it. <laughs> Shit pisses me off. <laughs> I don't even like talking, about it, You know? Because it's almost like bringing that into fruition, too. Just talking about it and bringing it out there. You know what I'm saying? I do. And then if it happens, then it's just like, yeah, of course. Like, I don't know.
0: Anyways. My money says he doesn't we, don't, we don't see Connor fight again.
1: Yeah. And I, I definitely don't think we're going to see him before the end of the year. I definitely don't think right. that that's going to happen. Right. Yes, you're right. You talked about it before. he get an exemption from your side. They'll give him a fucking oh, exemption. Oh, they absolutely would. He'll, They could put him on the fucking last fight card at the end of the year. And when, after everybody thinks, oh, it's not going to happen. And then, boom. And then there's your sales. And there's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's all that. It's like Christmas come early. You know what I'm yeah. saying? All that type of shit. Like, they could do it. Yeah. Is it going to happen? I, I don't think so. I really don't. Because I really felt like this Michael Chandler fight was like tailor-made
0: for it McGregor. It is. And
1: if he doesn't and if he doesn't want to fight, if 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 it's the ratings that aren't doing it, if it's the hype that's not doing it, if it's whatever the fuck it is that, you know, whatever it is that why this fight isn't already signed, sealed and delivered I, I, I don't think so. I
0: just go back to the watching the the episodes of of Tough where they where they first come in and they're talking to each other. And and it, it was so funny because Chandler doesn't get what's going on. I know. I know. Right? He's Another just like he's know. just like, No, I get to fight Connor, right? So Connor comes him. in, he's like, Well, I didn't think you were gonna sign. And the whole time you can see Connor just laughing his ass yeah. off. He's like, I ain't signed shit. I like, know, I know, I know,
1: <laughs> I know, I know. It's like it's like being the butt of the joke and but no, and you don't get the joke, exactly. and everybody else exactly. knows it.
0: And so Connor starts saying this shit like you wanna you wanna do it at one eighty five? Yeah and Chandler's like, Yeah, okay. Yeah. And it's like, dude, he's Fucking with you, dude! Like, <laughs> why do you not I, see that?
1: I know. Uh. Well, because, dude, it's Michael Chandler. Yeah, like he's—you know what I'm saying? He's fucking workhorse. He, there's a lot of great things about Michael Chandler. I'm not trying to—I'm not trying to take anything away from him. But at the same time, he's not very far down the line from Marvin Vittory on right. that same right. path. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, next so, bit of information. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Johnny Walker, one of my favorite fighters. Yes. Fights at 205. Yes. Apparently has a heavyweight brother. Yes. And just signed with the UFC to fight Jake Collier.
1: Jake Collier, yes. And uh, what's Johnny Walker's brother's name?
0: Walter Walker. Walter Walker. Walter Walker. Walter and, uh, and, and it's Walker. not with a W, and I'm trying to have a, an accent. It's actually a V. It's Walter Walker. Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: I wonder because, like, they're Brazilian if it's, like, pronounced different. You know what I'm saying? Because the W right. is pronounced like the exactly. V, you know? Exactly, so. exactly. Vanderlei.
0: Um, so, yeah, September 23rd, Jake Collier. Um. Yeah. Um, Collier is not doing too well. I mean, no. He's lost to Andre Arlowski, Chris Barnett, and Martin mm-hmm. Boudet. Yep. So, I don't know. What do we know about Walter?
1: Um. That he's heavy-handed? He's got Malter. knockouts.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll have to see him we'll have to see him perform, but pretty interested to see uh maybe another Walker in there. Johnny Walker, entertaining, um, definitely um, you know, a showman, uh, but seems like a good dude. We're interested to see how his brother is. His brother doesn't have necessarily have to be the same. Could be, like a Diaz brother, could be completely opposite. You know, right? Maybe he's the evil Walker. You know, the
0: Walter, the okay. evil Walker. Walter Walker is eleven and zero in his professional um, career. Career, Thank yeah, you. he is. <laughs> he's um, fights at heavyweight. He's six six. Um, like I said, eleven and zero. I'm trying to see. If I've ever heard of anyone he's ever beat.
1: What what is his how, what is his wins mostly decision knockouts? What?
0: Punches, rear naked choke, retirement, decision, 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 ground and pound, KO, ground and pound, retirement. Um
1: Damn, he's retired, motherfuckers, huh? he is retiring, motherfuckers, huh? He's retiring motherfuckers.
0: So so it does, you're right. It does sound like he's heavy handed. Does sound like he's got some good ground and pound um Wagner Maya Sounds vaguely familiar. Ramadan Mohammed, he TKO'd. Um, Titan Fighting Championships was his last fight against mm-hmm. Alec Nicholson. Mm-hmm. He retired that guy in round four. Um, fucking
1: retiring, dude. It's yep. fucking
0: crazy. I know. And that was and that guy was 15-9, and nine, so dude, he had a respectable record.
1: I know. He could retire fucking Jake Collier, I'll be <laughs> honest with you.
0: They're not going to give him a five-round fight. It'll be a three-round fight. But it probably, I don't know, Jake Collier hasn't looked good. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: And if this dude's over here retirement motherfuckers, like Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's perfect, you know? Well this is good.
0: Maybe we'll have yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, something new. Yeah. Something it's it's funny because I, I, thought, I thought Johnny was six six. He's just not a heavyweight, he's just a little bit lankier, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And his brother's probably a little bit more beefy, yeah. you know. So yeah. yeah. Should be good. All right. Uh something we talked about was it on the last show? Couldn't have been the last show. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah, I think it was 2 weeks oh, ago yeah. we talked about yeah. um the retirement of Bigfoot Silva and gave some of our <laughs> favorite memories and yep. uh without a doubt it was like maybe a couple days after the show um he went out on Twitter and said he's looking for a comeback fight. He, so not that it's going to happen, but <laughs>
0: still, it's going to happen.
1: He's announced his return already and how sad I am that that's <sighs> even a possibility. So
0: I mean, you know, he he heard us talking about him and he got nostalgic and he was like, "You know what?" <laughs> <laughs> One more round? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, probably not a good idea. Yeah, it's really going to be kind of a, a a black mark on the face of whatever commission feels like they can sanction this guy to fight. You know what I mean? Dude, like if that's it's the not kind of like, thing. Yeah, like what is a commission for if not to prevent this kind of thing? You know what I'm saying?
1: I know. I yeah. I know. You're fucking. You're preaching to the choir over here. I mean. Most of these things are fucking jokes anyways. Yeah. Even we have ones that are supposed to be like the pinnacle of the sport and they make fucking erroneous decisions and have <laughs> awful fucking judging and fucking yeah. the whole rest of it. So, yeah. I don't know. Will Will it happen? Probably. I mean, if he really wants it. I really hope the people around him are doing everything they can to stop that from happening. I agree. I mean, it's just like... I agree. You know, just, th- it's not needed. You know, I mean, there's other, th- I don't know. I'm, I don't know what I'm telling him for or trying to fucking advocate for. The dude's a grown ass man. If that's what he wants to do, that's what he's going to do. Nobody else can tell him different. But just like, no, but just like he has the right to fucking want to do that, I have the right to fucking my opinion about the shit. And right. it was, it would be really fucking sad to see. It's already hard enough to see him in his fights now, yes. then to see him retire and yes. then come back. And if he suffered some sort of major, like, you know, injury off of the fight, like some debilitating fucking injury or something off it. Like, how... how, That would, like, leave a a black mark
0: on the sport. Absolutely, absolutely. So what... What about some of these um, grappling-only organizations? I'm all for it. Right? Yeah. It's maybe a little bit less devastating on your body. You know, like, you could probably... Handle that, not have to worry about the, the CTE or uh, getting knocked around. Like uh, maybe, you, and, and, and he's big, he's strong. Yeah, he. I know he has a jiu-jitsu black belt. Yeah, like I know, I know he's trained. But the but, question but is why not that.
1: But the question is, does he remember?
0: That's good oh, <laughs> How
1: to probably, do those probably submissions. not. It's
0: hanging in his closet. He's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs>
1: What the fuck is that? <laughs> I know, exactly. Uh and I hate to make jokes, but I mean whatever. It's fucking you know, it is what it is.
0: Um We like Bigfoot when I'm talking shit. I know, it's I know, like...
1: exactly. It's I'm all for it. I'm all for the grappling. It is um you know, as long as he can remember to tap, I, I'm all <laughs> <laughs> there, you
0: go. there you go again, there you go again. Um <clears throat> And and maybe those bouts don't pay well. Um,
1: oh, I'm sure. I'm sure them. They'll be shit. Dude. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, right. how many people are watching them? No, you know? you're right. You're Fuck, right. Fuck, dude. You're right.
0: Okay. So that's probably why it's not. Because the again, money is the only reason I can think of that he would come out and do this. Like looking at his finances, seeing what it, what his you know cost of living is, and and being like, I need another fight.
1: No, exactly. But like. There's gotta be there's gotta be other ways that he can fucking
0: I would really like to think so. But
1: this is the fucking I know, this is the problem. This is the no. fucking problem. We talk about it over and over again with the sport. You fucking we benefit off of these fighters and the small amount of time, you know, and fucking they don't make that's the problem. In these other professional sports they make so much money because they're unionized, mm-hmm. because all the rest of it is poured into their... Uh, revenue
0: sharing. Yeah, all
1: all of that. And so if they blow through all their money, they blow through all their money, but they make a lot of
0: money. Absolutely.
1: And, in you know, a lot of these guys that paved the way for the sport to be what it is, they didn't make fucking shit. Yeah. They made, like, a couple hundred thousand out of their whole career. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, and... and And yeah, I mean, and that was one thing that we didn't talk about, and we can kind of talk about it now, just because Mm. there was a lot of uh, hype that was brought up about the PFL released um, what they paid their fighters um, on the last card, the PFL six card, and one of the fighters on there made three thousand dollars for his fight, which was considerably less than the minimum eleven thousand that the UFC makes, uh, that the UFC gives to their you know, brand new right. fighters walking in, but the difference is, is that it, what I wanted to talk about is that if you go and look at everybody else, everybody else on the PFL card and what they made versus what they would have made in the UFC. I mean, we're talking like all the rest of them are like <clears throat> twenty thousand, right. you know, fucking right. and up, like you know, fifteen and thousand and up, like you know like they're right. all making way more considerably than they would have if they were in the UFC making 1111 11. you have one guy that makes 3000 and that guy that made 3000 i don't know what his back i don't know what his background was i don't know what his experience was i don't know about any of that but he came in and he lost so i don't know what you know what i'm saying like i don't right. know if it was like some dude that was like i'm going to do this shit and somehow he got in there to do it and they gave him fucking 3 you know what I'm saying? Like I do. I'm, I'm not justifying the $3,000. i am just saying, like, if we're going to be critical and talk about how the PFL pays less than the UFC, like, let's be accurate about it. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yes. all I'm saying. Yes. And the UFC makes fucking magnitudes more than the PFL does. So it has way more fucking money to, to spend than the PFL right. does. Right. And the PFL still pays better overall, by and large, Absolutely. with all the rest of their fighters. Absolutely. So, it, I mean... <laughs> I, I, before Dana White gets out there and does a uh, uh, press conference or whatever where he's like see you guys all talk about blah blah because you know he will. I, know, I know I know
0: okay. I just, I just want
1: to put that out
0: there but okay. even that even that guy still got to bring his own sponsors in and get paid by his sponsors yeah. or get free shit for a training camp yeah. by his sponsors yeah. Yeah. or whatever like yeah. still something he's allowed to do in the PFL that you can't do in the UFC
1: yeah exactly alright so, all right, so that ends the hot takes, and that will move us on to...
2: You've got mail.
1: Ask the cast. Okay. All right, so your questions, are comments, this is how it's done. <laughs> Scrapcast at Yahoo.com.
0: Yeah, and you guys didn't make it easy. You guys sent us a bunch of lame questions. We really had to search through <laughs> and find some good ones. I'm just <laughs> fucking with you. I'm just fucking with no, you. exactly.
1: Um, so, let's just get to it. Um who do you got your money on? Musk or Zuckerberg? Question one. Oh, man.
0: I so don't fucking care, dude. I so don't fucking care. So when I um <clears throat> when I came in before we got before we got down to recording the show here in the studio, um you had an interview with Matt Brown on the TV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Of all the people to hear talk about a fight like Zuckerberg and Musk, Matt Brown, his opinion really holds some fucking weight, dude. (laughs) Not only has this guy been around for fucking ever, but this guy was one of the BMS before there were BMS. This guy is a just bleed disciple. Yeah. This guy... This guy His is killer B kill number
1: one candidate for CT. I mean, <laughs> straight fucking, up. I mean literally, he's straight like, up. Yeah. But
0: he's still going in there, and he's like, he's like Jamilah. Like he's yeah. still going in there and not and dispatching fools. And yeah. and then. Yeah. I know, I know, and yeah. I,
1: and I I hate to say it, but I fucking love it because somehow he's defying the fucking odds. <laughs> you know, too. he goes out there and he fucking wally wops these dudes yeah. over there with a fucking elbow, and they just go to bed, and you're just like. This old man is fucking packing, dude.
0: Because all of the things that he relied on in his fighting career were not necessarily things you lose with age. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that rely on the fast twitch and the speed and, you know, a lot of that. Was never Matt Brown's nope, bag, nope. And so he has he's like, so he's I'm been tough able to fucking yeah. throw from hell. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So he's been able to retain all these things, and he's been able to. He still takes a good punch. Yeah. So it's exactly. So he's one of those guys you have to get into a fight with yeah. if you're going to be across the octagon from him. Like, yeah. Yeah. like you're not going to be fucking around and tiptoeing and shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's going. He's going to make you fight. Yeah. And if you're not careful, he's going to knock you the fuck out.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um,
0: okay, but still didn't answer the question. I, no. Okay. I, I don't Like on principle I don't want to put money On this fight Don't like, don't, so don't Don't, don't I put I money so on it I don't Fucking care Yeah dude. it doesn't matter Yeah uh, Like I don't even... Do you want to see this?
1: Yes But let me tell you why Okay Okay Please So What I want to see Is I want to see Musk Versus Zuckerberg Where They have to fight To the death
0: Okay Okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. That's what I want. That's what I want to see. All right. Okay. Um, I, so I wish, I wish this was a grappling-only match. Because that's the only way...
1: Dude, this fucking thing... No, dude. I, it's going to
0: look even close to something resembling combat.
1: The only silver lining that I see with this is the outpouring from fans of combat sports that was like... Look at how fucking ridiculous Dana White looks from a couple yeah. weeks ago yeah. when he was like, "We don't do those gimmick fights here," and he's already done the fucking tried to do the Tyson versus Jones, and now is like all End over this the CM fucking punk
0: thing. Yeah, that's not forgettable. No, about no, that. no,
1: exactly. And now it's all over this fucking Musk versus Zuckerberg thing. Like, this is as gimmicky as it gets. And yeah. when he's talked about, it, he's like, "It's not a gimmick," because we already seen MMA and boxing. We already seen that. That's a gimmick. We haven't seen these guys fight. Like, dude, are we in fucking high school? Like, do we just want to see two dudes that don't fucking fight get in a ring to fight to, to see? Like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We were both, we both came up in the 90s, right? Young kids in the 90s. There was a thing called Tough Man Competitions. They used yeah. to be on TV yes. back then. Oh, yeah. And this was all what that sport oh, yeah. was about. It was people that didn't know how to fight. And yeah. they put on gloves. And they got in a ring. And one of them knocked the other one out. But it always looked like shit. Always. always. And so it's just like, I know. Always. That I know those what this always, is going to look like. But
0: those were always really poor sons yeah. of bitches. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, billionaires... Billionaires don't fight, bro.
1: I know, I know, and that's why, and that's the one, that's the one thing that I'm thinking about now. That why I love it, of why Dan White's trying to do this. Because if we can get billionaires to agree to fight each other, it's only a limited amount of time before we get billionaires to fight each other to the death. And if we can do that, then when they die, that money can be redistributed into the rest of the populace, and we can all profit off of it. Instead of one person centralizing the wealth, it will go back into the hands of the many. That so if they're ask. so if they're gonna fight, it has has to be for charity, but it has to be for the charity of the betterment of everybody on the planet, and whoever loses has to fucking, yeah. it has to be to the death. It has to be. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I give a shit. If, if it's not, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it. I don't care. I'm going to tell you right now. Even if they put it on a UFC card, I will not fucking talk about it, because it's such a fucking farce. Now, the only thing I'll say is, I'm not going to talk about it, so afterwards, when we talk about how <laughs> stupid this was, I'll be like, yeah, that's why I didn't fucking talk about it.
0: Yeah, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of. 100%. All right, moving on.
1: Moving on. Question number two, is Shavkot calling out Gastelum a good idea? Okay, so Shavkot, Rachmanov, trying to figure out who his dance partner is going to be next. There's been a lot of speculation one way or another, Um, and he is calling for Kevin Gastelum.
0: Kevin Gastelum has said he's going to go down to 170 for his next fight. He's a name. He's a former title challenger, so... It's not a bad idea.
1: The problem is that Shafkot is ranked. He's like what, top
0: five maybe? Well, isn't top is ten? But 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 Gastelum's ranked in another weight division, right? But you always maintain like this is the one of the things that UFC does. You always maintain your rank even when you switch weight classes. You always get a dance partner within your rank when you move.
1: Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So. Shauka Rachmanov is number six. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's he's right at the top five. Okay? Right there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kevin Gaslam is number 12. Okay. So even if it is based on rankings, it's a considerable drop down. Okay. okay. I think that that is part of the reason of why or whether or not it's a good idea. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's an awesome fucking idea.
0: Okay. And, you think it'd be an awesome fight? And
1: why is because Kevin Gaslam has a fucking name. Yeah. Shavkat Rakhmonov is starting to get a name. Mm-hmm. What you need to do to transition these fighters, even if they're fucking knocking on the door of the top five, is they need to beat dudes with names. Agreed. Because that will then raise their name, and their name will then take over, right. over Over the other names. Kevin Gaslam is a guy that has a
0: considerable name in this That's sport. what I'm saying. He's got a knockout win over Michael Bisping. He got really big for that. He got to fight for the title against Israel Adesanya. Yep. That was huge. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> and instead of Shavka, you know, facing somebody that could threaten his number six position, I'm not saying Kevin Gaslam couldn't. Kevin Gaslam, fucking world top, you know, mixed martial artist, all of that. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just right. saying, statistically, after a longer career, a guy that's going to then uh, lose weight and come back down to a welterweight um agreed it makes a lot of sense to if if he is to get that fight because it does style stylistically it would favor Shavkat and from an advantages perspective and it's a name right you're going to get a higher name off of beating kevin gastelum than even fighting you know a lot of the other guys in the top 10 of his weight division
0: no I, i agree so and you definitely want to catch him on that first fight down in the weight class, right? Yeah. Before he's gotten used to the weight cut. Yeah. So no, I I, I agree. Um, before before I saw this on the mm-hmm. list of um, things to talk about, I was thinking um, Kamzat and Shavkat should be should be the fight because uh, I want Shavkat to take Kamzat's spot in the rankings. Kamzat's not fighting for whatever reason. Shavkat's. Coming up the ranks, and I mean, who knows what's going to happen between Bilal, Kobe, and Leon?
1: How who's going to get that, and how that's all exactly. going don't know.
0: So that's what I was looking for. But but this isn't bad. This keeps him. This keeps him relevant. This gives yep. him the name. Yep. Um. Yeah. I, mean, it, I do. It, I like yeah. it.
1: And it's a good test. It is a good test. Yeah. It's a safer test, but it's a good test. Yeah. So all things considered, yeah. Because let's be honest, when we're looking at these rankings, we always got to forget. Well, we all tend to, to some level or another. These fucking rankings are completely fucking made up. That's true. Okay? So that's the other thing you got to think about. All you got to think about is, do you know who this fighter is? Yes. Does this fighter winning, beating this fighter then add to his name? Yes. Let's move forward. Right? Agreed. All right. Uh, Question number three. After episode three, uh, where do you put this season of Tough? Well, to be honest with you, <laughs> the fourth episode was last night, yeah. right? Um, I unfortunately did not get a chance to watch it. Did you watch it? No. Okay. So we will reserve our right from from that. But just so far, okay? Uh, yeah. Off of what you've seen, where would you rate this season the tough? And, and when I seen this question um, in the email, I really thought about you because I know I've seen... Most, if not all, the other Ultimate Fighters. But I know that you really watch these. Right. So, like, where do you feel like it is right? I know you're you're right in the middle of it, right? We're right in the middle of it happening, so it's still, like, new and all that stuff. Yeah. But still, where overall do you put it?
0: I'm ranking it pretty low. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not... It, it doesn't have the things I really wanted from the Ultimate Fighter. Um, <clears throat> and and to be a little bit more specific, um, the fights themselves aren't necessarily bad. It's tough to see the veterans always being the prospects, but maybe that's just the way it goes because the veterans have so much more experience and are just better fighters than the prospects they've picked for the show, right? Like who knows where they got these prospects? Yeah, right? yeah, that's true. Okay. So so there's that. So there's a little bit less drama there because it kind of seems like that's the way it's gonna go. Um now that it's seeming like Connor and Chandler aren't going to be fighting now we're now we're missing that right we're kind of missing that little bit of it um, there hasn't been like the reality tv element as much as i hate to say it was one of the big drawing points for watching the ultimate but especially in the beginning yeah. was was watching these you know it wasn't just like Jersey shore or road rules where it was these people with attitudes being forced to be like, these are fucking fighters. Yeah. <laughs> these are people that fucking beat the shit out of each other for a living. Yeah. Some of these people have fought each other before and now they're forced to live for, you know, <laughs> eight to 10 weeks in a house together. <laughs> even right after they beat each other, yeah, one right of them beat up other. the other one. Or, yeah, or they yeah. from opposing camps and mm-hmm. they hate each other. Like that was always the thing that brought that extra, the extra bit to it that mm-hmm. made it, that made it worth watching because let's, because let, let's admit, you've got, after commercials, you've got 48 to 50 <laughs> minutes of viewing time and only a 10 minutes of fight. Okay. Okay? Okay. Like a fight's going to be 10, they only do two rounds. Okay. Maybe you get a sudden death third round, okay? So for the other 40 minutes of TV time, <laughs> there has to be some drama. Yeah. There has to be something there. Yeah. And and that's what's been lacking for me in in this season. So that's why I rank it so low.
1: That m- makes a lot of sense. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have been um, watching these um, on <laughs> <laughs> how I watch them, and um, mm-hmm. the way that and what I've been seeing is um, episodes that have no commercials. Okay. So they're literally like straight through, straight feeds from you know um, UFC. T V or whatever it is, right? Bypass, right? right. whatever the fuck. So it's one of those kind of things. And so I haven't I haven't had to watch any of the commercials. Okay. Okay. Um overall, I would rate it more entertaining than the last season. Okay. But in the grand scheme of things, I think that there are many seasons that are far superior. We're at we're at the season thirty one. I would probably yeah. rate it somewhere in the like mid-teens, maybe the later teens, like not exactly halfway, but like somewhere a little less than halfway, somewhere right there. Yeah. The thing about it is like, yeah, the two fighters not fighting at the end really mustards it. Not not because they're not fighting. There have been other ultimate fighters where the two fighters at the end or the two fighters coaching didn't fight at the end. But we weren't led to believe that this was going to happen and then have it pulled out from underneath us. And then you have to sit there in this fucking pile of shit and be like, oh, okay. But the thing that, the reason why I would rank it that high still is because I love when they let the veterans come back and get a chance to fight. I love how they switched it up instead of it just being all veterans. It's this veterans versus the young guys. And I love seeing these veterans come in to get the second chance and really take it to these young guys, which they have so far that I've seen. Because, I mean, you want to be at this level. You want to be in the UFC. You want to, you know, all all that stuff. Like, you have to prove it against these guys that are right there you know, maybe just didn't have a, a one fight or two fights that yeah. didn't work out for him, yeah. but are still like 100% good talent and you have to fight these guys. Like, and so because of that, all I'm seeing is like a little bit of the house theatrics, which i never really give a shit about. And then these fights and the fights I'm always like, it's always so cool because I'm like, Oh, here's another veteran. And like, dude, like like on um the episode like with Austin Hubbard, I keep talking about it, but yeah. like it was so crazy. I didn't realize who Austin Hubbard right, was right. until the fight. And then when they were talking about him, I'm like, I've seen this dude in all of his UFC fights. Yeah. Like, holy shit, like yeah. this is who the fuck is fighting. Now I'm really fucking about so it's almost like it's it's almost like a surprise, even though the fighters are there. And then there's the fighters that um have uh that have names like J Jay- like Jason Knight. Right? Yeah, yeah. I we still haven't got CM Pie. I want to yep, see that. Yep. I want to see what he looks like now back in the UFC. It's not technically the UFC, but still in, in the UFC after his BKFC yes. uh, you know uh stint and see what that looks like. Like there is still a lot of meat on the bone for me. And um and so yeah, and so that that's where I would rank it. I'd rank it probably somewhere between I would say sixteen and eighteen, somewhere right around there okay. is where I'd is where I'd mark it.
0: I mean you 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 made some good points and I might raise it up a little bit, but I'm probably still down towards twelve or thirteen, the bottom end. Just a little bit more. Okay. okay.
1: Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um so do, 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 we are done with Ask the Fans questions. Oh, obviously I just want to say this right now. Thank you guys for the whole season. There's been some really good questions and not some really good questions, but even the ones that aren't that good, they were like poignant. They were like, well-timed for what was going on. So appreciate it. And, Absolutely. and yeah, and, and, and we get a lot of other questions about, you know, um, just overall things about Scrapcast and we don't answer those on here, but like, we appreciate it. We appreciate you guys reaching out and everybody supporting. So, uh, so thanks.
0: Yeah. Keep listening, man. And as always, Questions, comments, Scrapcast, yahoo.com.
1: All right. Let's move on. We have a...
0: we got a few spotlight fights. Spotlight fights. Spotlight fights. All right. Sorry. All right. Uh, so one of the big ones that was most recently um, announced, which I wasn't prepared for. I, I did think we'd see Henry Cejudo fight again. I just didn't think it would be against Cheeto Rivera. Um, so I was, I was a little surprised by that, but I I think it's a good matchup. Yes. Um, I agree. I think it's, uh, I think it's good for both fighters. Mm Cheeto gets that name. Um, it's basically like, like at this point fighting Sahuda is almost like fighting for the belt without fighting for the belt. Right. Yep, Yep. So, so he gets to, he gets to do that and. So Hudo gets to, I mean, as, as far as his performance against Aljamain Sterling, I don't see why he shouldn't win this fight.
1: No, I I totally agree. The thing is, is that he, here's here's what I'm saying. he he was out of the sport for a long time. Yeah, and then for him to come back, fight Aljo, and for it to be as close as it was. I mean, there were people that were saying robbery afterwards. I wasn't one of those people. But no, but it time. was razor thin. It was
0: razor thin. Yeah, you
1: know what I'm saying? It was so razor thin that I thought Henry won it, and then me and you talked, and I went back and rewatched it, and then I was like. Okay, okay. Al- Aljo won.
0: Right, but no matter how that went down, if they would have been like, So Hudo, like neither me or you would have been like, oh, that's that's fucked up. I know. We just would have been like, hey, no, that's I can see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, especially in fights that are that close. Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm really interested to see what the what Henry looks like, you know, after his first fight back in the UFC and after it being that close versus Aljo. Um, I really think that a lot of what Henry brings to the table could be, um, you know, uh, troublesome for Cheeto, as well as the same way back. (laughs) Cheeto being able to set his game plan up and start sticking Henry. I mean, he could drop some fucking monster bombs on Henry. So, I mean,
0: you know, he's, he's going to have to. So the thing is, is Suhudo is active and he fights with, with pressure Mm -hmm. and these have been things. That cause Cheeto problems. Yep. when When Cheeto does land, it's it is it's devastating. He hurts he hurts people, but he relies on that too much, and he gets outpointed for too long a period of time. And unless this is a main event five rounder, chances are he's only going to have three rounds to land something. And as active as Sahudo is, yeah, I, he also has the ability to take Cheeto down if he wants him. I believe. Yep. But previously, before the Aljamain mm-hmm. fight. If he hadn't fought Aljamain, I would have been worried about him giving up the height and reach. But after seeing him against Aljamain, he's a smart enough fighter to to not have to worry about those things too much. He knows how to get around those things. Yeah. So I, I do. I see. I see Zuhudo pulling this one off.
1: I I do too. Here's how. Here's how I see it. I see that both of these guys very well can get the victory. I see clear paths for both these guys to be able to get the victory. I think a big part of it is going to be who performs better that night. And I think as far as that's considered, I think we've seen, I know rather we've seen Henry perform many, many, many more times when it's time to. Yeah. And sometimes Cheeto, you know, <clears throat> right. Isn't able to, or his game plan doesn't work out even in his last fight, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So, so under those, under those, you know, um, assumptions and also the fact that, um, you know, Henry's last fight versus Aljo, as good as it looked, really, really good. Uh, Cheeto's last fight against Sanhagen, not as good. He did not look good. No. Um, And so all of those things would also lead me to favor um, Henry. But the other thing is like Henry took this fight like real quick right afterwards to try to jump back in there. And that also is a little bit... Uh, concerning just because it's like, I know you want to get back in there because how close it was and you were gone for a long time and you want to fucking redeem yourself. So I, and, and that competitive spirit and all that, like I understand. But at the same time, it's like, dude, like you're jumping right back into the deep end. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not that he can't do it. I'm just saying right. that, you know, so no, that, you, no, so you're that, right. Yeah.
0: And, and so, <clears throat> and you're right because fighting Algemain maybe the one thing you don't have to worry about is that fight-ending power. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of things you do have to worry about, but yeah. maybe that wasn't one of them. No. Whereas now that's different with, with Cheeto. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can probably, you know, technically outpoint him, but if he manages to land something, yeah. are you going to be able to withstand yeah. the power?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, and not just, like, from his hands. He's got oh, knees, knees and kicks and elbows. elbows I got... mean, all, all of that, you know, yes, really. And absolutely. so... Yeah, I mean, it really could. It really could present a, a real big problem for Henry, but that's why we love the sport. So yep, I'm really excited to see that as well. Uh, moving on, we have uh, Korean Zombie versus Holloway. Um, I think this was really, really well put together as far as from a matchmaking standpoint. Um, it's supposed to be on UFC's Singapore card, so the UFC... Trying to um, throw that uh, shade over on um, you know on one <laughs> yeah. and go into their home territory. Uh-huh. They're like, "Oh, you want to come over to the U.S.?" Okay, we're going to Singapore. Oh, that's fine.
0: So you're still not getting Loopini Stadium. You're yeah, no, Bangkok, and, Tyler, and
1: yeah, like... and like I'm gonna be honest with you, like as good as this card looks, and and it does look like right now that it could be really good. Right, right. I don't know how I would put it against some of these like better one cards and stuff. So I'm just Agreed. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I, I like it because uh, Korean Zombie gets to fight another name. Korean Zombie's a great fighter. Mm-hmm. I like it because Max Holloway has been fighting a murderer's row. Like, not only has he been fighting for the belt and defending the belt, but everyone that he fights and beats ends up fighting for the belt. Yep. <laughs> so it's yeah. just like, yeah. so he's in that you know, not only is he in that really interesting situation in his division, but he's just fighting nothing but killers. And not saying the Korean Zombie's not a killer, but at this point in Korean Zombie's career, um, I don't expect him to win this fight. Okay, I expect it to be exciting. I expect them to exchange, but I expect Holloway's pace and output to wear him down oh, over yeah. the course. Yeah, and I expect Max Holloway to, to win to get a victory. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I mean, me too. I I didn't even think about it. Um, really, but like. Yeah, I definitely see that too. Um, What I loved about the matchup and why I didn't even try to process it further is for what you said before, um, Holloway, if you keep giving him contenders, he's going to keep taking out probably these contenders. And it puts him in a weird position, and it puts Volk in a weird position because— I, I know Max probably would do the fourth fight, but after the third fight, it's like, what do we really? What would we really want to do it for? If anything, right. it would just, you know what I'm saying? It would just, let's. I'm just saying, all things considered, if Max keeps taking out the the contenders, and then they're like, fuck it, we're gonna make this fight again, and they happen, and it, and it happens, and Volk gets even further away from Max, then it's like. What you know what I'm saying? Like I it do. just it really puts distance between yeah. him and the whole rest of the weight division. Yeah. And so it's kind of a lose lose no matter what. And then if he loses, then what? Then it's like, okay, so then you won and then how three many and you won two and then know. it's just the whole thing. It's just I like know. so so like you said, so it's really hard, I think, to try to find matchups that are, you know, like worthy of somebody of Holloway yeah. when you're continuously beating these challengers. Exactly. So when I found that they made this matchup, I was like, "Oh, this is great." Yep. Both these guys have great names, both these guys have uh, entertaining exactly. fight styles.
0: It's after Korean Zombie already got his yes. title shot. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And yeah. so and so I I really like that yeah. from a matchmaking standpoint. I thought it made a lot of sense. Um you talking now and me actually thinking about because that's, cause that's it. With these guys like this, it's like, if we're not fighting for a title, my my brain of how the fight's going to play out, I'm like, this is just going to be like, can't, I can't be. So I'm just like, you know what I'm it saying? It will be. You know, exactly. And so, and so that's where my mind goes. But now you talking about it. Yeah. I mean, unless Holloway just doesn't show up and Korean Zombie fucking, you know, I don't know, somehow fucking manifests like... A whole new fucking, you know, like fighting thing. Unless it's like total side switch, all things considered, with everything that's happened recently, yeah, I, w- I would favor Holloway to get the decision or, you yeah. know, even maybe get a stoppage. So
0: Yeah, I I, I do th- I think you hit the nail on the head. I do think it will be eye, ca- eye candy. I think the first two rounds will be very competitive. I think it will be very close. Um, <clears throat> Korean Zombie will land the harder punches. Max will land a few more punches. It'll be close. It'll be great. They'll be... They'll both be happy to... Like, both of these fighters are so happy to be in there fighting. That's what's going to be great about it. And they're going to go to town on each other. But but Max increases his pace round over round. Like, he just keeps going faster and harder. <clears throat> and that's going to be, in my opinion, in the later rounds. If... I'm and I'm pretty sure it's a five-rounder. I think they're going to be the main event. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll be the main event. It'll be five rounds. So by rounds four and five is when Max will separate. And so... You know, I see uh forty eight forty seven for max or yeah. forty nine forty six depending yeah. on how those first two rounds go.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, no. You make make a lot of good points. You do. Um, all right, another fight spotlight fights. Uh, Nami Yunes making her return. Um, against uh, high up challenger there, yeah, uh, yeah. from yeah. France. Um, yeah, should be interesting. Um, what do you think about it?
0: I'm. I'm I'm interested in some of the background for this fight because, right, Rose Namajunas is one of those mercurial fighters, right? Like, like certain outside things tend to weigh heavily, weigh heavily, Mm -hmm. and and not saying and that's and that's not fair to say because they must on all fighters, but for some reason it does seem to affect Rose a little bit more, yeah, Yeah, right. So what's behind the change in weight classes for rose like is it not wanting to fight the other people down at that weight class is it not wanting to fight Zhang Wali, who's the champ who she has two wins over i know she's beat her twice yeah you know i mean it, it was interesting to me like that that was the way she decided to go and it, and and i could be wrong but it never seemed like she had a difficult weight cut but maybe she did you know, yeah, so um, yeah, uh, or maybe she's past going for the belt and just wants to be relaxed and have some fun money fights. You know, fighters sometimes do that sometimes yeah. fighters get to this point in their career where they're just like, oh, I'm just gonna go in there and have fun and not really putting any pressure on myself to be the champ or defend the championship, just go out there and fight. You yeah. know,
1: yeah, um, yeah, I think it makes sense from the standpoint of, um, like you said. She was in the weight division for a long time. She has wins over the current champ. So, to fight the current champ again, um, you know, if she gets another win, it really doesn't do much for her, right? right? Just another win. If she loses, it doesn't help her out. Right. Um, And I really think that the Carla Sparza fight um, really left a, um, you know, significant. I don't know what the best word is to say this, but like, not that, not that it. I don't think I don't think it did anything to her, like, you know, from a standpoint of like not wanting to fight in the division. I just think that like she's done a lot that she can do in the division. I think that like her going back in there, it's like if she fights Carla again and she got another loss against Carla, even after, I mean, it would be really fucking crazy it was, you know what i'm saying and and uh like i said before with the Waylee, there's just not a lot of like you know stuff to get excited for that's the biggest thing is that there's not it doesn't seem like there's a lot what you're gonna do start taking out the newer division of challengers to what end up having to fight these same names over again right whereas if you go to like maybe her whole career she wanted to go to another way division and see what that's like yeah Right now, you have a perfect chance to go there and see what it's like to do it, and so I think that right now is is a good time to, to test the waters and see. And I'm a big Rose fan, so I want to see I want to see you know what she has to offer. Um, yeah, and she's like you said before, she's getting older, so if she does look good, then it's only better for her from a health standpoint, right? To be in a heavier division, and so. Yeah, all those things considered, that's really where it's at. It's like, why force yourself to cut down the weight to fight in the division when there's really not a lot of upside to it? You go to a new division, everything's fresh, all the opponents are fresh, fresh mashups, everything's fresh, you're fresh, All
0: you know what I'm saying? Okay, so, no, I, I, I like that, I, I like that, I like that take on it. Now, having said all that, is this a winnable fight for her? Do you feel like? <clears throat> well, I mean,
1: is a winnable like? Can she win? Yeah, she can win. But would I favor her to win?
0: Right. Madame <sighs> Ferro is five and zero in the UFC. Yeah, I know. And I'm just looking at the rankings right here. Is only ranked below Valentina. I know. So I know.
1: No, I know. So, so
0: it's like a title eliminator, basically, right?
1: The thing you're right. The thing is, is that it's so hard to be able to. Think about it because what we're talking about is we're talking about not only is somebody coming up in weight, which is advantageous to her, right? Because mm-hmm. she's being able to not have to cut as much weight. right? But she's coming up from having to fight fighters that are considerably faster True. at the other weight division. True. How does that transition into this new weight division? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. And so that really puts this X factor on it because... Not only is it hard to figure out how Faroe, uh, how her fighting style is going to look against Rose just one off, but also we haven't seen Rose at this weight level, so it's hard to dictate or hard to try to guess or make expectations of what Rose is going to look like. I mean, that's part of like the whole like magic in it is It's like, okay, now we're going to take Rose and put her in a new weight division and see how she looks in a new weight division, and she's going... and it makes sense that she's fighting someone like Fro, like you said who's such high at the top because she's a former champion who only her last fight lost the championship yeah. so it's like if you can beat Froe then we're at a whole you know what i'm saying yep. we're we're in a new era of Rose at um this new weight division so like yeah um I'm, I'm i'm i am interested to see it um but the other thing also is that Rose is getting older and she's going up in weight and she's going to fight these you know fighters that Maybe, you know, the damage is less forgiving than it is at... I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, it's the women's... Um,
0: uh, she's moving up, up to flyweight, which is 125, right? <clears throat> she's been a strawweight, which is yeah. 115.
1: Yeah, so she's moving up there. And that's what I'm saying. Like, look at the look at the women that we have up here at flyweight. I mean, not only the champion Grasso, like you said, Shevchenko, Furrow, Santos, Blanchfield, like... These are considerably bigger women. Yeah, Jessica Andrade is there. She's fought Jessica Andrade before.
0: Um, She's fought her twice.
1: And lost twice.
0: She she lost the first time. She got jumped, dumped on her head, and KO'd. And then she she came back and beat her.
1: And then won a decision the second time. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, and so um, yeah, and so yeah. That's the other thing is it's like yeah, I mean. But but she hasn't looked chinny. She had a grappling match against Julian Roberts. She lost that. Right. But that's not the same as grappling in MMA. That's not the right. same as, you know, all the rest of it. So yeah. Um real my, the here 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 is the biggest sex factor for me. Is Rose in a good place mentally? And is this what Rose wants? Because if that if Rose is in a good place mentally and this is what Rose wants, yeah. I think she could beat the fuck out of anybody. I agree. Like, I definitely no, I absolutely so. agree. So that's my biggest thing is just like, is she doing this because she wants, you know, everything new and she wants to get a new feeling from it because that's a little worrisome, you know, like, oh, it's all new, but like, you know, like it's, right. it's all the same. It's just, you know, they're a little bit bigger and you're a little bit faster and has a transition. But if it's really what she wants and she's like all there mentally and that's where she's at, then it's like, oh, dude, let let's bring it on. I want to see this, you know. And especially against somebody, because she then, if she has that kind of focus to take on somebody, you know, like Farrow, who's five and zero in the UFC. I mean, she could fuck her five and zero up, like, yeah, you know. Oh yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, because we could see a whole fucking different world beater there. So. No,
0: I, I, there's a lot of things I wondered about this when I saw it. I was wondering if maybe it was the change was due to Shevchenko not having the belt anymore. Mm-hmm like maybe she didn't think she could beat Shevchenko but she can beat Grasso
1: or 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 maybe she didn't want to face Shevchenko because like let's be honest they trained together for a while and when they did Rosa's stand up game got levels better yeah. during that time period true. and that was on her descent um up to or her ascent rather up to uh, the title yep. was at that same period, so maybe she feels like she owes it to her. And Rose is such a genuine person, you know what I'm yep. saying? Yep. That I'm sure if they were fucking, you know, close on any sort of level, she'd be like, nah, I don't want to fucking do that. You know what Agreed. I'm saying? Yep. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah,
0: yeah. No, I'm, like you, I'm excited for this fight. Yeah, I'm excited for the fresh matchup. Um, excited to see her at a heavier weight class. Just excited to see her fight. Period. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
1: yeah, should sure be good. All right, um, and then we have a heavyweight fight. Uh, Gelatin Almeida yeah. versus Curtis Blades uh, will be November 4th. Um,
0: so I think this is huge.
1: Okay, um, all means. Because
0: Gelatin Almeida has been on a fucking rocket ship up yes. the heavyweight rankings, yeah. <laughs> okay? Yes. Um, you know, he, he looked good at first, fighting the lower-ranked guys, um, But you're like, oh, you know, heavyweights don't have a lot of <clears throat> wrestlers or people with grappling, so he just gets to take him down and, and beat him up, right? So you're like, okay. And then he gets a, a huge jump for Rosenstrike, right? Yep. And he beats him pretty easily. Yep. But again, took him down, beat him up, and, and so it's like, here we go. Mm-hmm. So then you get matched up with Curtis Blades. Mm-hmm. Now we know Curtis can grapple. Yeah, but Willie... That's a big question. Yeah, I know you're right. Will he?
1: I mean, fuck. I thought, I thought for sure in his last fight
0: he should have. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was like, oh, have.
1: we're gonna see the old wrestling Curtis Blades come back. No, he's gonna stand.
0: No, he. This is gonna be a short night. He, yeah. There's a, there's a few fights where he absolutely should have wrestled, and so you're right. That, that that's gonna be his undoing. It was his undoing against um, Derek Lewis. Yep. Like, and and he was even technically getting the better of a lot of those exchanges. But still, when you fight those guys, you can't take those chances because how many? Like he's got like five losses and they're all knockouts. Like just take the hint. Yeah, <laughs> just, know. you know what I mean. I know. I like, know. I take know. the hint. I know. Take him down I know. and beat him up there. So we'll. So we'll see. I, I, I do. I want to see. I know Curtis Blades is strong. I'd like to see him try and impose his wrestling game, and I'd like to see how Almeida deals with that. Realistically, will Blades probably not. So. I don't know. But either yeah. way, after this, you got to think Almeida's <laughs> one fight away from a title shot, probably. Like
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no, you bring up a really good point. And that's the thing about it is, like, when you get these matchups where it's predominantly, you know, a, gra- a fighter with strength and grappling versus a fighter with another strength and grappling, what kind of matchup are we going to get? Are we going to get a stand up fight? Normally, I would say yes. Yeah. But what I've been. Learning from Curtis Blades is like, whatever you think it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be the opposite, right? Like, if you think he should go for the takedown, he's
0: probably going to go for the stand-up. Gotcha. Do you know what I'm saying? if you think he's going to be in the stand-up, he's going to go for the takedown.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, and under that, if we ended up getting that, I mean, it could be an entertaining matchup for people that understand what they're watching, Right, right? right? If you're just in there to try to see two dudes hit each other as hard as they could and they get to a grappling match, you're like fuck this shit that, you know what I'm saying what, what, I, I do I mean, I mean what what can I tell you no so, I,
0: I do I think Almeida's ground game is, even off his back would be good enough to make it an interesting fight
1: oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah me too and the dude is like so strong so even if yeah. Curtis Blades can you know get him down doesn't mean he's gonna be able to keep him down like you said work off his back Um, you know reversals yeah. all the rest of that I mean
0: because you don't face guys like Jonathan Almeida at heavyweight no. that's the whole thing no like, no I know. They're so not ready for it.
1: I know. I know. Exactly. And so, yeah. So, I am, I, the more we talk about it, the more I do feel like I'm interested in this fight, but I definitely lean super heavy to Almeida. My only thing is, like, if I believed a little bit more in Almeida's stand up game, I'd be like, this is fucking over for Blade. Straight up. Okay. I mean, but I don't know. That's the only thing. So, if they do, if they try to grapple and it doesn't work out and he gets tired and they end up standing on the feet, Dude, we could see maybe Curtis Blades put some of that stand-up together. Not that he has bad stand-up. It's not the case. It's just like, dude, you don't have the chin exactly. to supply that. Exactly. And so, like, why would you get in these stand-up fights versus these, like, stand-up bombers? Like, why would you do that?
0: There are weight classes where you can risk that. <laughs> Heavyweight is not that weight uh, class. No. You just uh, no. can't. Uh, no. They're so. all 260. They can all hit you hard enough to knock you out, dude. Yep,
1: yep. No, I agree. I agree 100%.
0: So... <clears throat> And
1: that will conclude the Spotlight Fights. All right. So now we are going to move on to the preview. But before we do the preview, let us um, stop by the mill really quick. Whoa. For the last time this season and just wrap up the season. Okay. Uh, quick little wrap up. Um, you know... Personally, when I think about season two, um, the things that I take away from it realistically are that the UFC seems to be losing its foothold over the top position, or at least its, its position at the top is very much in jeopardy. Right. It's becoming more and more apparent to me that that is that's where we're at. Um, another great highlight. Speaking of that, from season two was um, you know uh, previewing and getting to go and see um, the one uh, debut oh, in huge. the U.S. Um, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm never ever gonna forget that. So um, you know it, yeah. The biggest takeoffs that I have when I look back at season two, you know, versus season one and then looking onward to season three is um, this sport is forever changing and in many different ways. And not only from the evolution of the combat sports, the evolution of, you know, the business dealings and all these promotions that we've seen rise and then set and who knows how that's all gonna work out in the future but um man it really has re um it it has reconnected my love and passion for mma and combat sports in general in a way really that like hasn't been for a long time and that definitely i i wasn't feeling like connected to any more. So in season one, in season two, I feel like not only do I feel connected myself, like even more so, but I, the reason why I feel even more connected is because I feel like predominantly the overall fan base sees a lot of the same things that we see. Right. And I feel like a lot of the stuff that we talk about and the viewpoints that we have are then shared by, you know, others in the sport and, uh, you know, people that cover the sport, fighters themselves. I think that a lot of what we're seeing is, um, sort of a almost collective coming out of this whole, um, you know, all, all of this stuff, all the, all the different stuff, the, the fighter relations, promotion, bullshit, fucking gimmicky, fucking horse shit, all of that shit really, um, yeah, it really, you know, um, gets me anticipated for what the future is going to hold. And all these different promotions, I mean, BKFC, who would have thought that they would have fucking been the dark horse to come out and be as fucking, you know, as, as, uh, you know, prominent as they as they have been, you know, one, I cannot say enough more things about, um, you know, and and then some of these other promotions too. I mean, the PFL has done some really interesting and good things and still is like, what the fuck are you doing there? But they structuring, and we've talked about it before. I mean, they have, they have something there. If they can just figure out <laughs> how, to, how to fucking use that thing, I mean, I am, uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we could have, we could have a fucking amazing sport. Like we, I mean, I'm amazing. You know, combat sports, MMA, all of it intertwined Because in, even there's, we've seen some, you know, you know, uh, big thing, big monuments that have happened in boxing. Um, over this season two and stuff. And so it just, yeah, it really, I mean, that's my biggest takeaway from season two to uh, going into season three is just that like, dude. And if anything, I mean, when we were talking about spotlight fights, we had a lot more of different fights to, that were announced to talk about. It. I mean, it's just like competition is good. And when yes. fucking, and, and when, and when, um, you know, especially, well, especially in combat sports, but like, Um, when promotions start to ease up and fall and start to like make bad decisions and stuff, it creates this whole new world of what possibilities could be. And like, I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. I I really think just one last thing I want to say, (laughs) sorry, is the last thing I want to say is that I think that season one, the biggest thing was like coming out of post- Um, pandemic, what that was going to look like and how that was going to transition. And I really thought that when we came out of it, like there was a big love again for the sport, but we really didn't know what it was going to look like. And now that to me, that love and that passion is very well fleshed out. I know, I feel like I know and I understand a lot more about, you know, what's possible, what's happening and what the future can be, what it could be way more than I did at the at, at the time around season one. And, um, yeah, and so that's, that. I don't know, that's where I'm at.
0: No, that, that's awesome. That's that's great. It was just listening to you, you know, speak so passionately about it. It's like, it reminded me of what it might be like to witness <clears throat> a renaissance after a dark ages. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the dark ages being the point in time where really the only, um, mixed martial arts or combat sports you could really ingest was the ufc and not that it was necessarily a, a bad thing or a bad product but just the fact that now now that we see what can be yeah you look back and you're like man there was so much like look at look at the beauty of all these different combat sports mm-hmm. and all these different you know organizations providing this you know this this wonderful product and you know i'll echo the sentiments on one Mm -hmm. and bare knuckle um for me that's what season two was 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 all this growth you know like 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 the desert after a big rain it's like Mm -hmm. all of a sudden all these plants and weeds are just sprouting up everywhere and they're small at first they are yeah yeah but but they but they're unique and they have all of these things that they bring to the table that you know the the big umbrella didn't have yeah. for so long. I know?
1: know, I know, no, I I totally agree, and even more so now with you know these other promotions finding themselves even more so. I mean, it's like when you're watching, you're not to me when I'm watching combat sports anymore, MMA, whatever. Um, I'm not watching it as the same as before when I was like, okay, these are all the same. They're just different promotions with different like different names like it's all the same it's just different now it's like no not only is pfl different from a structuring standpoint with this point system its rule set is different so that creates a different feel for what's possible versus what's not one the exact same thing not only is its rule set different which is very different from pfl or the ufc but their structuring of how they put their product together and what it offers when you're digesting six hours of combat sports <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you're like dude like <clears throat> yep. this is like a movie this other shit is like a f- is like just like here's a here's a fight and here's a promotion and here's a here's an ad here's yeah. a fight and here's an yeah, ad here's yeah. a fight and here's an ad and you know what i'm saying where and so and so yeah and so like you said like i just all fucking you know uh reign in the same sentiment they like the possibilities now that Everything that these other promotions of their growth and, and what's going to end up happening. And who knows? Who knows what this... If PFL and Bellator are going to merger, which it does look like they're going to before the end of the year, and what that's going to look like and how that's going to then... What its footnote's going to look like in the, in the... um You know, uh, in the world of combat sports, which both of those have the same rule set. So I guess it's kind of nice, right? right. But, so, um but... Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, there's I just the possibilities what the future can be uh, are very bright. And um, for all of combat sports, not just MMA, MMA, especially, but the rest of combat sports, um, you know, Absolutely. I mean, it, it makes me so optimistic that it's like, fuck, maybe even boxing will figure out some of its fucking shit. I mean, that's asking a lot, but I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying no, if everything else, if everybody else is having this come to Jesus moment, I'm just yeah. like, maybe, you know, maybe. No, it's, so.
0: it's a great place to be. It's a great time to be a fan. <laughs> And, it, you know, speaking about anticipation of the future, um, we've talked about a lot of things we're going to do for Season 3. Mm-hmm. Excited about Season 3. Um, you know, thank you guys for hanging in there with us and listening to us. We're going to keep trying to make this show better for you guys, get you guys more Dude, involved. Dude, fuck those so. people. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that. A says fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh it's all love. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. All right. So, now we can wipe our fucking tears and move on
0: <laughs> to the preview. Preview. That's
1: the final
0: round. All right. Yeah, since we're going to be gone for a bit, we've got quite a few cards to preview. Yes, we do. So Let's. So, bear with us.
1: Yep. Let us start. Let's get um, BKFC out of the way. BKFC 46 um, coming up okay. this weekend. Uh, it is a UK card from Newcastle, so that is meaning obviously predominantly a lot, if not most, of the fighters on there will be mm-hmm. from the UK. Main event is uh, Franco versus Harris. Um, I yeah, I mean I I do I am familiar with uh, uh, I'm not so familiar rather with Rico Franco, but I am more uh, Familiar with Caleb Harris. He okay. has fought before in BKFC. We've seen him fight before. Um, I think that uh, Rico may be a guy that has fought on some of the other uh, UK cards, and gotcha. maybe that's why we're not as familiar. But um, yeah, looks like it's going to be a really good matchup. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I'm not familiar with a lot of these guys' names either. I'm looking over the card right now. Um, Starkey. <clears throat> Sounds familiar. I think I've seen that guy fight. He's not one of the big names on the card, but um, the nice thing about BKFC is you, they don't necessarily need the names. Yeah. Like like they bring they bring the action regardless yeah. of what their name is. So. No,
1: no, exactly, exactly. And and we've echoed that sentiment this whole season. Um, one thing that I really like about this card particularly is them taking this Caleb taking Caleb Harris, who is starting to create a name in. You know, the U.S. based, I don't want to say regular BKFC, but in the U.S. based BKFC, and now have him fight maybe a guy that's getting his name from the U.K. Right. You know, and breaking up that um, uh, homogeny of, you know, the U.K. guys fighting the U.K., and then everybody else fights over here in the regular BKFC. And the only difference is, like, you know, that. We just we just say it's the exact same and the number, you know. Like let's mix this in. Let's get these guys in yeah. here. Let's get the rest of it mixed around, and so and we're starting to see some of that, you know, with uh, uh, Liley um, you know, uh, who just fought uh, against Palomino, right? Um, him coming over. Now we're seeing Harris go over there. I'm liking that, and so yeah, let's let's get this mixed up. Let's get it so that when we have a BKFC card and it's in, you know, wherever the fuck it's like, okay, it's not predominantly going to be people from that card. Right. I get it. We're starting new. We need to get these markets rolling. We need to get the fighters in there and the rest of it. But like, yeah, let's, let's start mixing it up a little bit. So that's one thing I do like about it.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: All right. BKFC 47. Um, yeah, that will be later on, um, in July. Uh,
0: this one's in Florida.
1: Yeah, and it, it has the main event of um, Mundell versus Richmond. Um, yeah, it and that is should a, be a
0: good fight, man. It I, I like both those fighters. These are two guys that I do know. Um, I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna to lean towards Richmond. What do you think?
1: I, yeah, no, I do too. The thing about it, like we talked about it a little bit earlier before, but like Richmond fought. <laughs> Um, Lorenzo Hunt, who is, um, the 205 right. pound champion. And he was beating him. He was, he was beating him and he was beating him pretty soundly. Yep. And then Lorenzo Hunt caught him and fucking finished him yep. quick. And then, you know, got on the mic and fucking was like really emotional afterwards. Cause it was, it was a crazy fight, you know? Um, but yeah. So now Richmond is going down to middleweight and he's going to fight, Mundell. A lot of people would normally be like, hey, how do you lose a title shot at one weight division, and then get a title shot in another weight division? And what I would say is if you've seen the fight, you know how close Richmond was to winning that and then that he lost. Yeah. I would want to see, you know, especially after coming back after a KO, like, I think it's great to see him go down in weight. And all things considered, there's not a lot of, um, other big names for Mundell um, at, uh, or any bigger name rather than um, Mike Richmond right. at 185 or 180. Um, I mean, just his last fight that Mundell had was against uh, your boy fucking. Richie. Yeah, Richie. Yep. And uh, he beat him. And so it's like, who else do you have left for him? No, you know I what know. I'm saying? So now, but the thing about it is that a lot of the other people that he's fought, I mean, he fought uh, Julian Lane. Um, he lost to Hector Lombard and BKFC. Um, Mundell did. But um, so he has some wins against some like, you know, um, former experienced opponents. But fighting somebody like Richmond, I mean, if you're able to get a win over that dude, you know, I mean, I think it says a lot. I really yeah, do. Yeah, I and to see Richmond come back after a knockout and fight for another championship. So, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of times, a lot of times and a lot of other promotions, I'd be like, Dude, what the fuck are you doing here? BKFC, it just it feels right. It's it's like it's it's like it's like fighting for fun's sake almost. So when you have stuff like this happen, I don't think you can get anybody that's going to fucking dispute about why would they do that or what's going on or what the rest of it. I mean, that's like par for the course. Like, yeah. You know?
0: Well, and I didn't think Richmond was going to hang around light heavyweight really either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no,
1: exactly. Because like, he, he had a whole MMA career, and and he he was a uh, lighter weight guy throughout exactly. his whole career. So. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I'm happy to see him back down at middleweight. He made a good account of himself up at 205, yep. and I expect it to carry over. Absolutely.
1: Yep. yep. And uh, I, I think that probably the rest of that card from... Um, Florida will be fucking sick.
0: What's that comaine? That's not Joe Warren, is it?
1: No, I know, I know, I know. It is. Uh, it even kind
0: of looked like. Him, I know, it saying. did. Jared, okay. Warren. Jared and, Warren,
1: and and gotcha. maybe they're related or whatever. But yeah, he did almost. And okay. dude, to see the most dangerous man on the planet was that his? I believe it was. <laughs> Joe Warren. Yeah, Joe yeah. Warren. Yeah, yeah, back in the Bellator days, that dude. five like and the most dangerous of it. man.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah, that was his like whatever his nickname. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, should be good. Yep. Agreed. All right, moving on. We will get to the UFC portion. So first off, we have UFC Fight Night, whatever the fuck number. Strickland versus uh, Magomedov. Um, it is a fight night um, this weekend coming up. So what do you, what do you, what do you
0: think? I think it's interesting that Strickland is the favorite. Um, he's 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 fight, Strickland's fighting pretty often. Yeah. And he's doing he's doing pretty good. I you know he didn't win the Cannoneer fight, but then he fought Nasraniy Movov right after that. Yep. And then he got back in the wing column, and now he's here fighting Abbas Magomedov, who's not even ranked. I'm I'm just not sure what to make of Sean Strickland right now. Okay. Okay, um, that's fair. Because what I, I think he's going to end up running into one of these guys that he's not taking seriously, because a lot of these unranked guys will eventually be ranked. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it takes a while to get there because people that are ranked seven aren't fighting you. Mm. So this is what I'm thinking. I'm, think- I'm seeing- thinking this might be one of those catches where, you know, Sean Strickland's fighting below his rank, but not necessarily fighting below his rank. Like, I don't think... I think Abbas is good enough to be ranked about where Sean is.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I definitely agree. Um, And yeah, I mean... Yeah, I I think it just further um, echoes that same sentiment we talked about before where the rankings are so subjective and who knows who's fucking making them. So, yeah, I didn't even think about it um, that he was, that Strickland was ranked number seven and um, Abbas Magomedov wasn't ranked. It didn't even occur to me that because stylistically, I think it's going to be a great matchup. You have somebody who, um, you know, stand-up striker basic fundamental boxing um you know keeps his opponents away just scoring scoring versus somebody who's grapple heavy more of a power striker yeah um, and how it's all gonna uh, mix up you know um yeah I am interested to see it um, now the rest of the card anything you know catch your eye anything you're really looking forward to
0: I think there's some exciting fighters on there I think it'll be a decent card um, but I'm not seeing anything that jumps out at me as far as something that means something as far as, you know, like ranking goes or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that the women's flyweight fight, uh, Limpiski versus Gato, I think that's going to be a really great fight. You have one that's more striker heavy versus one that's more submission heavy. Uh-huh. Um, So that could be, I mean, you never know, but still I'm interested. And the only other thing that I'm a little interested in is uh Kevin Lee's return is also
0: He's coming uh, back at welterweight.
1: Yeah on the prelims and and i don't know i don't know whether you know what i'm saying whether it's gonna be good bad or indifferent but um but still i mean just just to see where he's at and him get another chance i mean you never fucking know with people getting
0: second chances so no he's 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 talented he's just one of those guys that has to figure out how to put all that shit together you know
1: i know all right um then next weekend the big UFC 290 this Volk versus Rodriguez. This is pretty big. We've, is pretty big yeah. Yes, we've talked about this um, before. There's a lot going on on this card. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, from my memory, which <laughs> is a little <laughs> hazy, um, I believe that you favored Yair in the rematch. Is that right?
0: The rematch.
1: I mean, not the rematch in the in the championship in championship yeah. fight. Uh,
0: um. Okay.
1: No, I, I no. I'm just wondering. I mean, that's why I remember. I don't know. Maybe it was. No, no, I'm not telling you. No, you know it's about
0: saying? no. It's about putting your money where your mouth is, and <laughs> it, it's so easy to just be like, no, Alexander can do all this, and he can do this, and you know, he's he's a lock for win. You're right. I do. I do feel like Yair poses threats. Mm-hmm. He's he's sneaky. Mm-hmm. He's slick. He's not somebody. He's not somebody that you know. We were talking about Vittori, where you just like you keep minding these, you know, these combinations. Nothing you'll ever see on film from Yair is what you'll get when you I, step I in a cage against him. I know,
1: dude. Dude, did did we talk about this? Because I feel like I fucking I think we, thought. I think we did. Dude, I'm I feel sorry. like I thought that exact same thing. I don't know if I fucking voiced it, but that's <laughs> no. dude. I literally, I, dude, that's so fucking crazy. And and the yeah, exactly. The thing with Yair is that like. No matter what, you cannot prepare for that dude. You, if you've watched, if you watch all the tape on Volk, you'll have a really good idea of what Volk's gonna bring to the table. Yeah. With Yair, he has an X factor where every fight, the chances of him showing something are great. You know, to are, are great that he's gonna end up showing something you've never seen before. To the point that, like, it's so hard to even get a good idea on what he's. You know, overall good. Besides the fact that he's, you know, incorporating even stronger um, kicks and and really a stronger kick game overall into the rest of his game. That's what I've seen like, you know, um, uh, like uh, consecutively through all of his fights. So that's something I
0: would definitely expect to see more. But I mean, as far as like, you know. So remember, Yair recently fought Emmett as well. And hurt Emmett and finished him. Yes. Uh, wasn't able to finish him. He yep. beat him down. Yep. But that's how nasty Yair's body kicks were. Yep. The first one he throws in the fight. I just recently rewatched this fight, which is why I'm bringing this up. Folds him over. The first body kick Yair throws in that fight doubles Josh Emmett over. Mm-hmm. And Emmett, as tough as he is, he's able to go on for another round or two. But he was just piling up so much damage that finally when Emmett got the takedown, Yair just triangled him like you just he just submitted him like that's the thing about Yair like he's going to attack no matter where you are he's going to hurt you even in fights that he loses he lost to Max he still hurt Max like he he's good he's gonna hurt you he's gonna find a way to hurt you yeah yeah so
1: yeah exactly Exactly, I know, yeah. And I still favor Volk. I mean, I still just feel like, you know, like you said, all the odds stacked again. you know what I'm saying? Right. Volk's on a different plane. That's where I feel like, not that Yair is not not that he can't knock him out. I think he, if anybody, let's be honest, if anybody can pull out a crazy knockout on Volkanovski, Agreed. it's going to be Yair. Agreed. But um, but yeah, I'd, I'd favor the champ to be in still in that fight. Co-main event, Brandon Moreno versus Alexandre Pantoja.
0: This is an awesome fight. Yes. Um, super stoked for this. Yep. Pantoja's been on a tear. Pantoja mm. has a win over Moreno. Yeah, he does. And 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 we've seen Moreno in the past few fights. Like he's yeah. a fucking killer too, dude. Like, I'm so stoked for this fight. <laughs> this is gonna be fucking fireworks, yes. dude.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, dude, Mexico versus Brazil. That's always a good fight, dude. And new. <laughs> you think so?
1: Yeah. Pantoja. I do. I, do. I definitely do. All right. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? I mean, there was a lot of fights uh, I, here, but I mean, <laughs> uh, to save us having to go through like just every single fight, like, what do you want to? What do you want to talk this
0: about? This card is stacked as fuck, and we can leave it at that. But it is seriously stacked as fuck, yeah. dude. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I mean, the per- Robbie Lawler's on the prelims, so <laughs> that's how stacked this fucking I card know. is, dude. I
1: know Robbie Lawler versus Nico <clears throat> Price. I okay. know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and we can move on. But if you catch any card in the next few weeks, it, it should probably be this one.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. And there's probably a stream somewhere out there. I guarantee, it. I guarantee uh, it. All right. Yeah, you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> uh, UFC Fight Night: Home versus my girlfriend. So, what do you think about <laughs>
0: Myra Bueno Silva? That's your girlfriend. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. Okay. I, I, a, guy, a guy can dream, right?
0: So. No, no, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So back down to bantamweight for Holly because featherweight's pretty much gone now that Nunez is gone. Yep. Um, Holly has these newfound wrestling skills that she likes to use. I don't know. You you tell me because I'm not sure I'm as familiar with Maya Buena Silva as you are. So uh,
1: I mean submission fucking ace. Okay. Um, okay. She's the girl that submitted. She's got a lot of submissions, but she submitted. The girl that fucking tapped, but it was in a weird corner, and they gotcha. fucking... Do you remember? Gotcha, I did. And all that. Um, yeah, so um, if you were going to pull up her record and look at it, she has a win over Landsberg. She has that win over Egger which is that one fight, and then she has a decision. Both of those were submissions, rather, and then she had a decision over Yanin. Um, so, um, yeah. So, but she
0: lost to Manon, right? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah for yeah exactly gotcha okay
0: so she's up there by decision okay by decision so she's so she's up there Mm -hmm. so so is she able to get home on the ground or is she gonna have to strike with home
1: no she can get home on the ground okay yeah okay um a lot of other fighters who don't have near the grappling pedigree of Silva have got home on the ground. Gotcha. So, yeah, I definitely think she can. And if anything, uh, Holmes' new wrinkle showing her wrestling game could even add to her detriment by yep. forcing the fight to the ground. Agreed. And then, you know, she's never really been good with submissions. Not gotcha. that not, not she's terrible. I'm just saying. It's been like her Achilles heel. No, she's for got. sure.
0: Absolutely. Her... Like, like, there's, there's so many different. There's, there's top game. There's off your back. There's offensive grappling. There's defensive grappling, and they're all, they're all different things. Holly Holm has gotten a lot better at offensive grappling. Not so sure her defensive grappling has, yeah, has gotten better. Exactly, yeah. and
1: especially her defensive submission. Exactly. So, yep. yeah, that's gonna be um, a whole nother. And she
0: probably does fine when she's on top on the ground, but if she's on her back against somebody like Silva, yeah, it's probably gonna be that's a short night for me yeah
1: yeah so okay yeah and then um yeah not a bad card the rest of it uh anything pop out you want to talk about
0: um you know even as we go down (coughs) the card i I see some exciting names again nothing really like somebody shooting towards the top or huge you know rankings wise matchmaking but Again, I feel like there's going to be some exciting fights on here.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, just for me really. I mean, yeah, there's definitely um some possibilities of some guys to be able to see uh or ladies, you know, people in general, yeah. uh, fighters to see what can end up happening. Some uh maybe names of prominence past, but um this the, what I guess is the co-main event Albert Dumanov versus Jong-young Jung Park um yeah, that should be a fucking. That should be a pretty good scrap. Fireworks? Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Both those guys fucking come to throw it. So, yeah, that should be good. Nice. Um, and then we have, to wrap up the UFC portion of the preview, we have Fight Night, Aspinall versus Tybura. So, and that's going to be from the UK. Aspinall is making his return. Um. Yeah, what do you think?
0: His knee blew out in his fight against Blades. Yes, we it wasn't going long enough to see anything what, really. Anything really. Yeah. But before that, Aspinall was he was on on the rise. Yes, right. Like yes. he was the he- one of those heavyweights to watch. They were
1: already trying to get <clears throat> him when John Jones was going to come exactly. out. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. There was all that talk and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm so I'm really excited to see him come back. Hopefully his body holds up. Um, I expect him to beat marching Tabura for sure. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, that's 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 as close to a, a, a gimme. I think not to take anything away from Tibura. I just don't think he's on Aspinall's level.
1: I do. I feel the same way. The one thing about Tibura is that he's got really, really strong kicks, and he's gonna test oh, Aspinall's go. leg. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that it's healed completely. I hope that it's ready because. This will be the fucking test because that sure dude it's is gonna fucking healed, yeah.
0: But like mentally, what's he yeah. gonna be like? Oh my god, he kicked my. Knee, you know what I mean? Like, I know.
1: Yeah. No, there is the mental yeah. part. Yeah, as well yeah. as the physical part. I mean, exactly. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. So like, yeah, that should be interesting. Um, yeah, and then there's some other good fights on the card. Um,
0: so Paul Craig and <clears throat> Andre Muniz. Yes. that should be interesting, right? Paul yep. Craig going down to middleweight first yep. of all. Yep. And second of all, submission dude versus submission guy versus submission guy. Yep,
1: exactly. I know, yeah. Andre Munoz um, definitely, I think, um, maybe puts the stand-up game together a little bit better than Paul I think Craig. So too. But I also think that Paul Craig may be just a little bit more dangerous with his submissions um, than Munoz. So yeah. yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see. That's definitely a, a matchup that I would keep my eyes on. Um, also, this Davey Grant versus Daniel. Uh, Marcos fight right here. This Bantamweight fight. David that
0: Grant's been moving. Yep, he's exactly. Kind of quietly, but he's moving. Dude. Yep,
1: yep. So that is definitely um an interesting fight. Um, I think, and uh, a lot of good names. There's a lot of potential on this card that I'm I'm looking at it. Yeah. Of what can be. So, um yeah, it'll be one of those. I mean, look at like some of the names of some of the people on the undercard. People that like you know, maybe have started to fall on a little bit of a drop-off. like. But that's the thing about the sport. You never know when they're going to exactly. come right back up. Exactly. And so, yeah, this uh, has the potential <laughs> to um, maybe be a really, really good fight card all the way around. Yeah, so I agree. I think it's funny that they put um, McCann as the co-main event for this UK card because, you know.
0: Because I mean, she's from the UK? No, yeah. She's <laughs> like
1: she's got a big name. Well, no, and she's got a big name and like Patty's not on the fucking card. You, you know? know, he'll so. be
0: there though. Those, those two, they're fucking joining at the hip.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that is, that will cover the UFC portion of our break. Um, the only one, the only big one card, one fight night 12 that will be happening um, during the break. Um, yeah. It, we have... Uh,
0: Let's see, Roman Cricklia and yeah, Francisco Cricklia. Shah. I'm not familiar with either one of those gentlemen, personally. Um, but Gary Tonin and Shamil Gasinov. Uh, I know Gary Tonin. Is he not a former boxer? Is that not...
1: No, Gary Tonin is a uh, world-class submission. Gotcha. That that Gary Tonin. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he... he I think he fought in Bellator. He had fights in Bellator. Gary Tonin did. Okay. Um he yeah. Um if we were to uh pull up his record that's where he's at. Um these are submission, right? Oh gotcha. this this is one champ, but it's grappling. So yeah. So Before all this he was really on a on an up spurt. I mean you know, it was, he was going to fight Dustin Poirier at one point. He had lost to Gordon Ryan. That was kind of like the Everybody big thing. Everybody loses to Gordon Ryan. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Okay. So, yeah. So gotcha. That, okay. Yeah. So, it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, but it's not a grappling fight. This is not. This is a MMA fight, uh, okay. co-main event. Um, the main event, Cricklia uh, um, versus Jana Ha. Jan, ja, ha? Ja-ha. Ja-ha. Yeah, you got yeah. me. Yeah. Um,
0: Heavyweight kickboxing. Yeah,
1: heavyweight kickboxing. We've seen uh Cricklia. He fought it on the, one of the main events of one of the prior one cards. Um, not a really great performance. He had, did get a knockout, but um, he played uh, reserve, reserve, reserve. The whole fight wasn't trying to engage, was trying to keep him away, and then got the knockout. Um, so I'd really like to see what Francisco uh, looks like um, in this fight. Um, yeah, and then...
0: Uh, Tammy Musa Messi. Oh, she's related to Mikey.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, or, or maybe it's his wife or something. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Could be, you Yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. Uh, so. yeah, but it should be good. So yeah, that'll be the one card, um, during our break. And really the only other thing I'd like to highlight before we bid you adieu for an extended period of time is um, be on the lookouts for the Fulton versus Inouye boxing match. it will be on ESPN Plus on the 25th of July. Way, uh, I am a huge, huge fan of this dude. He is called Monster for good reason. This is a super bantamweight that hits like a fucking super heavyweight. And so, yeah, um, can't say enough great things about it. Fulton's the champion. Inoue's getting a shot at the title. This dude's the fucking knockout dude right now. He's the fucking Mike Tyson of the bantamweight division. Um, yeah, I just I can't fucking wait. So, don't fucking miss that fight.
0: So, Naoya N- N- U- Inoue, mm-hmm. twenty four wins, twenty one by knockout. Yep. That's a pretty good ratio right yeah, there.
1: especially for his size. I mean, dude, super bantamweight,
0: you yep. know? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I didn't really know about this guy until you started telling me about him, but the more I see, the more I want to see. You oh, dude. I mean? Oh, I'm telling you. And
1: especially if you go and watch some of those fights, you'd be like, how the fuck is this little dude fucking throwing these fucking, like, just poof, like, fucking, you know? And is uh opponents are just demolished gotcha. so yeah it's yeah it's it's a it's something to behold for sure i don't know if they're having him drink that fukushima water or what's going
0: on but fucking let's go so <clears throat> fulton 21 wins eight knockouts mm-hmm. so again not that i'm familiar with this boxer but it would seem like maybe he's the more cerebral of the two uh, yeah kind of wants to outbox you yep. and outpoint you yep. as opposed to yep. Which way, so I do think it's going to be a really interesting matchup. Yeah. Because exactly. you've got a guy who doesn't, you know, want to get into that firefight, whereas Inoue probably does. So we'll see, like, his game plan as far as trying to avoid those bombs from Inoue.
1: We already know with Bantamweight, Super Bantamweight, it's like, they're going to punch each other. Like, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's not heavyweights where it's like, maybe one dude won't get it or whatever like right. that. Or even light heavyweight to gets you know, a little dicey. But like... No, nah, these dudes are gonna punch you, and when that fucking dude punches you, like as much as <laughs> as much as like the overall experience of this dude being a better boxer and being able to outpoint him and get away is a big thing. Can he take a, fu- a fucking hit from this dude? Like that's a big thing. Yeah. I'm. I yeah. mean, it's to the point where I'm like, dude, let's just like put him in there with like those those fucking big tough man dudes, and let's just see how many big dudes he can knock out. Like seriously. So I mean. I don't want to make it that, um, you know, whatever, Uh, basic of a fucking sport, because it's not, but I'm just saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fucking don't don't miss that shit.
0: I'm going to try not to. I know it's early on Tuesday, but I'm going to try.
1: Yeah. So with that, we will bid you adieu. Um, We will be back just for everybody, so that you don't think that we just dropped off face of the planet. We will be gone um, for... The first three weeks in July, and then we will be back on the last week. So look, you know, somewhere between the 24th to the 28th, and that will be when we will make our return with season three. All right. So until then.
2: Yeah. This has been Scott Cass. Fuck around and find out.